through the woods to big Ren we go hey <laughs> what's happening player what's up dude how you doing it's all right man a little a little different than grandmother's house uh to, oh yeah <laughs> to, to big Ren's house you said we do it over there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah last time we talked about the fam I, i'm, I'm kind of curious as to how you get down in grandmother's house <laughs> yikes yeah, it was it was it was a good time, man. Have to yeah, we'll have to get back to that episode. Yeah, 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 no doubt, man. That'd probably be like best of six or best of seven. All right. <laughs> How you feeling, bro? Pretty good, man. How are you? Good spirits, man. Good spirits. Um, you know, same as ever, man. Still uh putting a putting a team on my back as I build the team. Hey, man, that's what you got to do. That's what I got to do, man. It's fascinating, man. You know, you get to see uh, it's it's psychology meets sociology meets entertainment, and I don't really like anything else. So it's like my that's three the things out there. My three favorite things in one, right? I mean, yeah. like, I, I feel like, I, I mean, I don't know, I feel like everybody in my, my group loves those things. Yeah, I'm, man. Yeah, man. It's the coolest things. They are the coolest things, and I try not to spend too much time on things I don't like unless they're important things to talk about, but, like, I get to see, you know how, you know, people are just so loud about, like, how dope and how cool they are? Well, See, you know, I was just thinking about that shit, too, the other day. Hmm. Like, it, it might not be the same thing, but it's kind of the same thing, hmm. like... Like, like thinking about like meeting somebody like at a con like that player to show yeah, yeah like the happiest people on stage they're always the most dickheadish people whenever you meet them off the stage <laughs> people that like are the meanest looking motherfuckers on stage they're the nicest fucking people to meet after the show <laughs> I feel you I feel you I feel you I mean we always say like the best characters like are just certain aspects of you turned up but yeah. like I get some of these dudes. And I and I'm and I'm molding them, and I see who's fronting. Like I can tell who's like who's only confident when the stage and the setting is on their terms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's fun. It's it's really fun. Like picking apart these people, and like professionally, and sometimes personally, letting them know that like, listen, I know you're fronting, but here's how we get <laughs> here's how we get you through that? it. Oh, bro. Bro, listen, man. Them social That's media personas. Thing, oh, so I, I, I love it. Right, I love it because the thing is, I'm so used to, and we all are, right? We're so used to like reading people when it comes to like just our day to day personal lives, right? Yeah. But it the the stakes are a little different when I have to like when I I'm, I'm not I'm not used to like having to rely on people. Because my professional reputation is at stake, my check, my my stance in the company. So like, if you're fronting, we can't be having that. We cannot be having that because I'm not about to put you out here and you blow it because you're nervous about a room full of 125 white people. Like, like no, that's like you and I like as the way we talk on on this show. Like, if anybody was to see us out in the streets, like, it's the same. This is our like, dynamic. Yeah, like, like <laughs> we're not, like, like, this is, this is us, you yeah, know, man. like. 
You ever and, heard of and, a, and, yeah. and, and like it, it's weird though too because like like I don't like it's not like, I guess it's not necessarily weird for us but like like it's even weird to think about like people that actually like put on that put on that act. Yeah. You know? Like and, and I get the whole like you know quote unquote fake it till you make it but like it's me and you in a room trainee. You say what? Eventually, you like listen. You gotta, you listen. You gotta, for me, you and whatever, two more horn, whatever, you gotta be good at faking it. (laughs) Okay, it's don't, don't be see through. You gotta be good at faking it. You ever heard of uh, you ever heard of imposter syndrome? Never heard of that. I uh, somebody, you not. Well, it's it's the thing where, you know, let's say you get a promotion or you find yourself in a room full of people who are just on a certain level, whether it's in life, whether it's professionally, and then you start to wonder if, like... What you're you, doing is correct. Like, yo, should I be in this room? <laughs> yeah. You start to kind of doubt yourself. Um, I'm not sure the last time I have felt imposter syndrome. Because I think I can compartmentalize to myself to the fact that, okay, I may not be on these dudes level, but I'm in this room because I'm nice. So let me soak it up. Fucking A. You know what I'm saying? But oh, I, yeah. I, I get some people who, like, I can see the imposter syndrome working through their body. like, And they're just trying so hard. And they just, they glitch. <laughs> their glitch ups <laughs> are wild. Like, I had to let a dude go because... Like, he was so dead set on, like, trying to do it his way. And I had him shadow me on a show. And just watching this dude's energy, like, I could see. It's one thing to be, like, in training and see, like, the insecurities melt away. Like, it's a very fulfilling thing to see because it means you're, yes. you're, you're getting through there. You're getting through. But, like, I, I had him at a show, and I could see all the insecurities coming back. Uh, like, just take him uh, to the side, like, bro. Like, listen, we had have to take over part two, bro. He came in for for extra training, and like we had to have like a real conversation about buying in, about sociology, about how what people think of you ain't none of your business. Yeah, ain't, no, exactly. That's that's one of the things I've always said. What people think about you is none of your own business. Yeah, none of your business. And, and a lot of people like. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-mm. It's like, well, why? Like, because I'm worried about what they what they think about me. It's like, dude, fuck what they think about you. They gonna think dude. about that. They gonna think that about you regardless, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now, my I've mentioned before, my staff is majority black, and I tell them often, like, yo, when is the next time you're gonna be able to take this microphone and tell 150 to 200 white people what to do? And they gotta <laughs> listen. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They have to listen to you because the reason they're there is for the people they love. So if they don't do it. the second biggest part of the show. Yeah, right? So if they don't do it, they're assholes. So just, like, do it. Tell them to do it. Don't ask for no permission. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the skills that I work on and help build within within my staff are also, they're not just, like, take these skills at the show. These are like life skills. You know what I'm saying? The, oh, the Do a lot of them pick up on that? Some. Some do. Yeah. Some do. Some of that's, them... That's all that really matters. 
if, if one person picks up on that, that's all that matters, really. Well, shit, yeah. I got a staff of about nine, so I need a few motherfuckers. No, get it. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's two things, you know. Some of these guys, like I got a couple, you know, stand up comedians who they've taken to it like fish to water, right? But I had one guy who was a rapper who, nah, I'm not sure this gonna work for you, player. Like you walked out there and said, "What's up, y'all?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, no, he's the guy who had the insecurities melt back on. Like you can't be a performer, but then like be scared of what worlds you go into. But you, you know, the, the, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got to fight through that. And so, like with this gig, a lot of it is you know being two to three steps ahead, right? In your show, you know what's coming, so be prepared two to three steps ahead. So where I find myself, it strengthens me because I got to be two to three steps ahead of their two to three steps. Should kind of give them the groundwork of where they should be. And playing chess to where if they blow it, I've already got a contingency plan. <laughs> like, I knew you were going to do this because I can read you. So here's what I already had, you know what I'm saying, cooked up. So it is it is. It is fascinating. It is so fascinating. Like you're doing what you need to be doing. I feel good, man. I feel good. It's good. Um, it's a test, though, of, of you know, teaching. Teaching is it's patience plus understanding. So even yes. taking it out of, you know, my realm of what I do, but it's, it's teaching and understanding, right? Or uh, patience and understanding. Patience because I've got to watch you do it wrong 50 times in a row. <laughs> and then when you finally do it right, I have to watch you do it wrong 50 times in a row until you do it right twice in a row. <laughs> oh, man. And then the understanding part comes in where, like, I have to be able to take my language and speak your language and use analogies to get my point across to where it makes sense for you. That's that's a teacher. Dude, I'm so fascinated with this line of work. I'm so fascinated. And so even when yep, me yep, and you do shit. a teacher? I have. I have. Um, I have. I just, you know, I don't know how much more school I want to do. Yeah, no shit. Like, I initially went to school for psychology. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And so I just didn't like learning about the hippocampus and the fucking, you know, medulla oligala. <laughs> so I was like, there's got to be a better way to affect brains. You know what I'm saying? So um, I found different routes. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I thought about, it. you know, juve love the kids. You know what I'm saying? Juve love the babies. Um, Trying these kids. These kids. You know what I'm saying? And. It's interesting too, man. I call, you know, I tell my, I tell my trainees that like, like these guests, you know, they are four year olds. You have to lead them. You have to lead them because they're four years old. Don't give them too much to think about. Tell them what's going to happen, right? Little do they know that they're four year olds too, and I gotta lead them. <laughs> Saying and tell them what's going to happen, and not ask them if it's okay. So. Yeah, man, this is great. This is great. I'm not gonna lie. Right on, man. Fucking hey. Mm-hmm. I got a couple dudes who are on the verge of getting fired or at least uh, suspended. <laughs> but, uh, Ooh, spicy. 
Yeah, man, people are unreliable. And I'm already in a space where, like I said, I'm not used to relying on people. So if you show me who you are this early, like, come get fired. Uh, yeah, we're done. <laughs> come get fired. Like, some people I'm only keeping on because, like, I need the warm bodies for the busy season. So, but until, but I'm on great pace to be, like, in a good spot. So, like, if busy season comes and you're still blowing it, I mean, come get fired. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, oh, it's man. fascinating, man. Fascinating. How are you, my guy? Oh, man, I'm pretty good, man. It's yeah. been, uh, it's been a, it's been a week, I'd Has say. It? Oh, oh, what kind? Uh, it's been like, I don't know, it's been weird. <clears throat> uh, She's going to be listening to this one later on, but uh, we had to take mom to the hospital on Damn. Friday. Damn. Damn. She, uh, and it was on her birthday. Damn. Okay. Yeah. She was, she was, she was craving some fucking, uh, <clears throat> fucking, uh, Arby's French melt. Yeah. Happy belated, Mrs. Miss Big Ren, by the way. Happy belated. Uh, go ahead, bro. She was craving an Arby's French melt. Yeah. Okay. You know? And she, uh, the next the next day said uh said that shit wasn't hitting right damn, so I, I i took her to the hospital I, I couldn't even go in damn so I, I was waiting i was waiting outside in the in the in the parking lot for like four or five hours yeah you couldn't go in so, nah yeah because of the covid oh they wouldn't let you go in yeah okay 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 but yeah no they um they transferred to another hospital because she had like free like she had some shit going on like ten years ago, so they always oh, check man. for that. Yeah, took her to another place. Next day, she got out. Her doctor there said it was food poisoning. Mm. Damn. She got out the next day. Monday yeah. comes, calls me like early in the morning. She's getting taken to another hospital over in Evansville fuck, by an man. ambulance. It's like fuck, dog. Yeah. And she gets over there, and they say it's pneumonia. What? Yeah. What? Wait. What? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No shit. Right. Yeah. Like they like they didn't see that shit at the on Saturday when she was at the fucking hospital. Because I imagine those are two different sides of the spectrum. Like, well, she had heart problems like 10 years ago, so like they always do the, the chest x-rays and shit like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be like, yo, nah, it's just food poisoning, like, here, and then yeah. no, it's pneumonia. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah. She, she's out now. She got out yeah. last night. She's, she's doing a whole lot better. Speedy recovery. Speedy recovery, yeah. Speedy she's recovery, she's doing better. And then Damn. today, my dad had to get up like it. Like four, like three a.m. He's out in New Orleans right now, waiting mm. on the, the double a hurricane. Yeah, yeah, dude. <sighs> and then, and then yesterday, fucking Riley Riley Gale from Power Trip, thirty five years old, fuck passed away, dude. Yeah, man. Like what the fuck? Salute, salute. I saw you posted about that. Of course, I'm not familiar with with the band or even the name, but I mean, listen, whatever, whatever hits, <clears throat> whatever hits you a certain way, you know, I'm with you, man. That's um, dog. Like this, this was this was like completely like, and I, 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 I mean, I got a vague idea what happened tonight. I found out tonight. Uh, it, it was actually weird. Um, you know, Greg Gutfield, 
on fucking Fox News? I do not. I do not. Okay. Well, he's. I guess he's a big Power Trip fan, mm. and uh, I guess I guess he played one of their songs a couple of years ago on their show. Yeah. And they sent him a fucking cease and desist letter about it. Oh. And Riley actually hit him up on Twitter, and then and like had they had like a two and a half hour conversation on the phone after that, and like. Mm. Like, we can still be friends, like, we can just disagree on shit, you know, and, and yeah, Greg Gutfeld did a tribute to him tonight on Fox News, I didn't see it live, but, like, yeah. he was wearing a Power Trip shirt Damn. on the air, So and they had, oh, go ahead. dude was 35 years old, man, and he, I guess he passed away in his sleep, uh, which is kind of fucking scarier. I always say, man, your sleep is the most vulnerable place in the world. Man. Most vulnerable, the most vulnerable you'll ever be is in your sleep. Um. So what? They just didn't agree with his politics being on Fox News. No. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They just didn't agree with that. And so we they play the song and they're guilty by association, whack by association. We often say. Yeah. But like even even Greg was talking about like uh, Riley and his dad even went to their book signing and Riley even helped him like unload his books to like go inside instead of everything and like. All the, like, I've never met the guy. I missed out on getting to see Power Trip live mm. a couple of years ago. Yeah. And everything I've read about this guy in the past couple of days was just like, he never met a stranger. Fucking, if you met him once, you were homies for life. Fucking, he'd bring you into the circle. Mm. You know, like, he was just a fucking super stand-up dude. And, I mean, like, and honestly, like, these guys were, like, the most prominent, like, new age thrash metal band. Like, like, if anybody was going to fucking hit, it would be these motherfuckers. So they were in the process of really building that name, building that legacy. They've, they've had two albums. I think yeah. one of them came out in, like, 2014, and the next one came out in, like, 2017. Yeah. That's what they had. And they were fucking, they're classics. Damn, man. That really yeah. sucks. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's fucking, I've talked to... I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of people like that I met up with a couple weeks ago when I went to Griffith. Yeah. Where I'm talking to somebody else about it, you know? And it's hidden. Damn, man. Damn. You know. Riley Gale was the name? Riley Gale, yep. So, salute to Riley Gale, man. Rest easy. Fucking name, Rest Miguel. Rest easy. You have uh, clearly, clearly affected people and... Uh, while myself, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was gonna say much. I don't know anything about the name. Like I said, your your legacy will live on, and the people you have touched in that short amount of time through your art. Actually, like one of the first times I even heard them was on uh, NXT Takeover. They used one of their songs. Really? Yeah. That is dope. That is yeah. dope. Yeah. Damn, that is dope. Salute, salute, salute. Um. I suppose we'll keep it in this vein for a little bit. Uh, as of as of today, I know you're not a uh, not the not not really an NBA fan, but um, the NBA, as they're in the midst of of the bubble playoffs, they have decided to uh, as of today postpone at least a couple games, uh, a couple playoff games in uh, in solidarity and protest against um, recent events that happened in Milwaukee, the shooting of uh, Jacob Blake. He was shot seven times in the back um, in broad daylight um, with his children in the car. Um, Golly. He was, this is, <clears throat> this is in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, right outside of Milwaukee. Uh, apparently he was breaking up a fight. He was breaking up a fight. 
uh, police were called and they ran his name. Um, he was walking back to his car. Um, I don't I don't watch none of those videos. I said it before. I don't watch none of those videos. That is not something I partake in. I will I will I refuse to be desensitized to that kind of thing. Uh, he was walking back to his car and they shot him in the back seven times. And he lived. Oh shit. He lived. He is recovering right now. Uh wish a speedy, speedy recovery, a full recovery. Um you know, his survival is great on two accounts. Um, for one, because he survived, right? Because he survived. But number two, he's going to speak. You get to that's, hear, that's, that's facts. You get to hear this man. You shoot a man seven times in the back, especially in broad day. There's a certain disregard for life to have to 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 decide. That's a decision. That's a decision to shoot a man seven times in his back, especially in front of his children. I believe the oldest is like I, if I'm getting the, na- the the ages wrong, my apologies. I believe that the oldest was 13. To shoot a man in his back seven times in broad day, that is a decision. They were trying to take that man's life, and he survived. And now you got to face him. You got to face those consequences. You have to face what he is going to say. Honestly, that's something we haven't had in a while. Because they've always been efficient in their, their, their disregard and in what their mission was, which is to take life. Um, and then, um, in, in response to that, there were protests in, in the Milwaukee area and a young man who, whose name will not be, uh, I can't even call him a young man. Um, some, some dude with access to assault rifles illegally, uh, took it upon himself to go to a protest and, uh, murder two people and injure a third with his AR-15, um, and was able to leave the state. He fleed the state and used the police as cover. He, I believe, from from how I've read it, what I've read, he shot, uh, shot one person, and then protesters went to go handle business. And in the midst of him running away, he shot a second person and then a third person while he was running toward the police for safe cover. Uh, the police let him go. He uh, he actually was able to flee the entire state. My man left the state with his illegally obtained firearm and uh, was arrested, I believe, the next day, being charged with, with murder. Um, it, I, I can't help but hearken back to, you know, the, the last rally I went to where homie drove his truck through everybody and seeing people hit with a truck, he drove toward the police. And the police let him go. Um, listen, y'all, y'all, y'all know my feelings. I don't want to. So I won't even drudge that up. But like the 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 constants, the the pattern is there. The pattern is there. Uh, but to bring it back around, uh, the NBA, um, the 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 team still in the playoffs decided to postpone all games today. Um, they are in the preliminary aspects of deciding whether they're even going to finish the season. Uh. Um, 
as of right now, the teams left in the playoffs. Uh, of all the teams left in the playoffs, now this is a preliminary vote. It's not a. It's not a. It's not an official vote, but it appears that both the Lakers and the Clippers uh, have voted within themselves that they would be willing to stop the rest of the season. Um, which, I mean, the Lakers are the most high-profile team in the league, but also the Lakers and the Clippers are probably the two teams who have the best chance of winning the championship. <laughs> Which, and well, and, and I say that, you know, not, not necessarily you know, as a joke, but like, if these two teams, you know, consider to have the best chance to win the championship, they have to know that within themselves, that they are, or they, they consider themselves the best teams. So I have to commend their willingness um, officially or unofficially, to be like, yo, this shit is bigger than ball. Um, let's 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 make this shit mean something. So it's gonna be interesting where it is, man. It's gonna be interesting where this is going. Um, it's gonna be interesting. That that's that's not even the best word for it. But yeah, man, twenty twenty is the greatest year, the greatest year ever. When I say greatest, I don't mean best. Uh, it has uh, been. It, a, no, they, they're gonna have to get a couple books to fill these this history book. My guy, it's not even September. Like shit, dog. Like, yo, did you see that asteroid's about to hit? Like the asteroid's about to miss us around November? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Holy shit, man! <laughs> this motherfucker's curving right around the ass end Bruh. of the world. <laughs> Bruh, that is like, like yo, straight, I'm just thinking like, yo, fuck it, hit us up. Dude, let's knock it all out, bro. Just just put us out of our misery. Like, get us out of here. We right. gotta just just start over. Just hit the reset right. button, please. Right. Hit the button. Right. You sure you want to throw that that way, or like you, know, you want to throw that curveball? You just want to throw it straight at, straight us, down the like... middle? Because, bro, we are that. We fucking... want the smoke right now, bro. We asking for the smoke. We are glitching. <laughs> We are that old Nintendo that you got to blow in the cartridge and just keep pressing reset. Because when you turn us on, we're flashing black and pink screens, my guy. Like, we are not we are not working properly right now. Damn. Oh, man. Damn. On top of that, man, I saw some white rudeness today. Oh, what happened? Man. I made a visit today uh, to to a place I won't I won't mention on here, but they have like stringent specific rules and regulations in place, right? There's Was a, a bar? It, it's a place I won't even mention on here. Okay, <laughs> but it's uh there's you know there's security at the front door when you pull in. Now and there's a long line. There's a long line of cars, so you see what the pattern is. So you pull up, security guard gets some info. He tells you what to do. Uh, every, now, <laughs> I want to stress every single car. And so, you know, he asked me my business. I told him my business. He said, okay, go around, come back around. I'll tell you what to do. So I come back around and to, to leave, and he tells me the, 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 the uh, instructions. So he's got two lines of cars talking to every car. Well, I'm, I'm like second in line on my side. Uh, white rudeness pulls up. The only guy I seen in his car with no mask, and he tries to like just. Now he's watched all these cars be talked to, but apparently the rules don't apply to him. 
So he tries to just go inside. He's like, oh, yo, what are you doing? Like, you see me talking to every car. You know what I'm saying? Relax. And so before you even show up, you have to, like, um, you have to do certain protocol online. And so before we even get there, my man is, like, throwing a fucking mini fit because he's being stopped. Like, he didn't see everybody else get stopped. So he had to be talked down out of that. And then he goes, uh, and then he asks, okay, did you do da-da-da-da online? He's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Nigga, you heard me. <laughs> did you do? <laughs> you bought the fucking proper paperwork, dude. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right. So they got a full-fledged argument. I'm like, yo, I'm really trying to get these instructions and get up out of here. <laughs> like, why do I have to be in the audience to white rudeness? Like, again. So that was the first thing. And I'm leaving out context, but I am. Whatever. Now, the second thing. I leave, I leave what I was doing. And I had a, uh, I've been wanting some bubble tea lately. Damn, Seadale. Yeah, see, I never had it down there. Is, uh, never had it. You ever had it ever? No. It's delicious, man. So like, it's like this little milk tea. You, are you you familiar with bubble tea? No. <laughs> it's just, it's, a, <laughs> it's like this. Uh, now, most of the time, it comes like this little like milk tea. Um, and then there's like these little like little small. Um, I don't even know how to bubbles? describe them. Yeah, bubbles. It's called boba. Little is, it, is it like? Is it like? Uh, what's the, what's that fucking ice cream? That spaceman ice cream, Dippin' Dots. Yep, about that size. Maybe a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Yep, about that size. And they put them in the bottom, and they got like little flavors inside of them. I usually get strawberry, but they didn't they have strawberry. They had blueberry. I'm not a big fan of blueberry flavored things, but I want it. I know you. Def- I know you definitely fuck with the blueberries. <laughs> Bro, my mom made me a fucking blueberry cheesecake for my birthday, dog. Shit was fire. That's different, right? <laughs> Blueberries, I can roll. Blueberry flavored yeah. things, eh, not so much. But I wanted some bubble tea, so I got it. Now, they got their own little precautions, right? A mask is required. You can now stay six feet away from people, and you can only have two people inside max. So I get there, and I can read. And there were two people together in sitting there or standing inside. So I'm like, all right, boom, I'll stand outside because I'm a good patron. Well, this white lady walks up and just decided the rules don't apply to her. <laughs> and not only <laughs> did she cut in front of me, she goes to open the door to be the third person in a two-person max place i said uh uh ma'am <laughs> ma'am there's a line here now it's only me in line but there's a line here <laughs> it was only you there <laughs> it was the two people inside and it's me and i'm uh man there's a line <laughs> referred to myself uh and then she looks and she reads and she reads the door she was like uh, well why don't they have more people in there i'm like man and i listen because i'm just in my zone Right, ma'am, that's not really the part I'm concerned with right now. Because <laughs> I was just ready to take it there. I've seen too much white rudeness in 45 minutes. Man, that's Shit. not really the part. That's not really the part I'm concerned with right now. <laughs> she gave me this look and went back to her car. 
Oh my she God. rolled out. Let me. No, nah, she stayed. But I got my bubble tea and got up out of there, man. Listen, I'm, I don't have time for this. I tell white people what to do for a living. Okay. <laughs> I'll gladly do it for free. <laughs> ah, yeah, man. So, what a time. Get, hey. your, get your cousins, man. Ain't mine. <laughs> I had, you know, I had, I, you know, I had my aunt try to send me a fucking friend request on Facebook. So I had to read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> See what I do? Because I got a request today. I've never like met this person, but she's the girlfriend of one of my colleagues, and she actually used to work in the company. But I've never met her, and so she sent me requests, and I looked at her page, and I'm seeing like a big Budweiser truck that's like, "Hey, support, support our law enforcement," with big blue lines. I'm like, "Listen, I'm gonna just let this sit here, <laughs> okay?" I'm I'll, gonna, I, will, I will accept every friend request. That I get sent when I see that when I see that ant come up. Mm-hmm. Fuck no, delete. Listen, You're fucking crazy. <laughs> I used to just accept everybody, but I got one sitting there. It's been sitting there for four years. Um, you didn't delete it, man. Listen, I'm not gonna confirm nor deny because if I deny it, they might try to add me again. Well, then that just means you're likable. Well, I am mad likable. However, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give you the satisfaction. I got one dude I used to work with. Like he, I accepted him because he was a cool kind of dude. Uh, when I knew him, I had to check him one time, but I had to like really check him one time. <laughs> but um, he added me, and then like a month, not even a month later, he said something stupid on Facebook. So I was like, "Nah, you out of here, homie." He uh, <laughs> he tried to add me again. <laughs> Right, dog. Right. Nah, you gonna sit here? You gonna sit here in this in this request box, Duke? I th- I thought I'm worried about people, you know, like on social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. Well, like when I see that shit again, like if I deleted something, they they try to add me again. It's like, dude, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> like, he might he might be thinking, oh man, what happened? I thought we were I thought we were Facebook friends. We were, <laughs> but nah, you gotta get these consequences, guy. You're not gonna be part of my fourteen, fifteen hundred. I'm going to delete that shit one day, man. I just, I don't know what it is. I really don't know why I still have a Facebook. Ah, oh, man, like. I, I mean, got rid of my Snapchat. I think I, think I really I, I think I really have it only for, like, music, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if you noticed I got rid of my Snapchat. I know you send all your stories over. No, I noticed. Okay. That shit. Uh, Unfortunately. That shit. Oh, I'm sorry, my guy. My apologies. I mean, you know, we, we still got yeah, we had we had that wrestling group that that Adam started, and then it was just me and you. Yeah. <laughs> like shit, I would see the notifications. Like one would be from because I call I for those who don't know, like I call Ren Ren, but I also call him Diesel. I'm have to start calling him Shawn Michaels, but he, he's been Diesel for for years now. So I have him in my phone as Diesel. So I see, I would see a notification from Diesel, and I see a, a notification from Ready to Rumble. I'm like, that's just Diesel, it's just me. And him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us. So yeah, yeah, man. Mm. So you still shoot me stories on on IG, man? I'll always, I'll always check it out. Oh yeah, but oh yeah. I didn't like delete my account. I just deleted the app off my phone. I gotta get a new phone anyway. But I had to yeah delete the app off my phone. Um, had to get it up out of there, man. 
Yeah. On a lighter note, I want to shout out my guy. Um, it is his grandfather's birthday today. And one of my favorite stories about this person. Now, I've never met his grandfather. I've never met his grandfather, but... Do you know you, though? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. But here's the thing. For those who know me, my favorite game show ever is The Price is Right. The Bob Barker version, though. Bitch. Well, that's not not nice. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I never, I never saw Happy Gilmore. I didn't see uh, other Billy. I know. Listen, take my white card. I guess I don't know. Um, <laughs> fucking shit. I never saw it. Right, but I know you guys asked about Bob Barker. I do know that. But um, yeah, the uh, Price is Right, the Bob Barker version. I need y'all because I want to show y'all the greatest, blackest. Greatest, blackest moment in game show history ever. I want to see it. Go to the YouTubes and type in Price is Right Dice Game Walter. Any combination of those words. That sounds like a skit from Chappelle show. Bruh, you can't fucking write this shit. (laughs) Clickety clack, my guy. The blackest, greatest, blackest moment in game show history. Happy my, birthday to Walter Morris. I've never met him in my life. I'm expecting, I'm expecting, what's his name from fucking uh, Trading Places? Lena Washington? Yes. Bruh. Bruh. Anybody listening who wants to see the blackest, greatest, blackest moment in game show history, please go to the YouTubes. Type in Price is Right, Dice Game, Walter. You got to send me a link. <laughs> Bruh. I'll, listen, I'll, I'll have to grab a screenshot and put it on put it on the IG post if my guy allows it. It is, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite stories ever. So, salute, salute to him. I've, I've never met the man, but happy birthday to him. And thank you for providing the blackest, greatest, blackest game show moment ever on my favorite game show. Happy birthday, Chief. No doubt, man. Salute. <laughs> salute, salute. Um, furthermore, man, I talked to my guy. And um, without saying too much, you know, he may be seeing some changes in his life soon. Um, uh, good changes. But, you know, it made me think, man, like. I work in weddings, so I'm always thinking about weddings and shit, but, like, as far as, like, everybody I love, as far as the homies go, like, I'm really dwindling down to being, like, the only one without children. (laughs) Shit, dog. Who you talking to? I know. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I talk to, like, you know, my closest homegirls and, you know, um, just women, and they talk a lot about, like, their biological clocks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm 32, and my stock is always going to rise, right? So I don't have the same problems. Like, if I get divorced, I'll probably get remarried. Like, I'm I'm a dude, and I'm, I'm mad cute. So, and women don't have the same luxury, right? But all the talk about the biological clock, like, I really wonder, like, how many men are married 
because like oh girl just had to just be like yo i'm 29 and he's here let's just get married and have a baby yeah i don't understand all that like oh, i'm 29 i'm old let's just have a baby shit like i mean i love i love the nigga but like i don't love love the nigga like my first son is named after my high school boyfriend yeah no I, you know I, i've never understood that shit and Dude. i mean it could it could go along with what you're just saying like the biological clock of the, the females anatomy i guess but yeah. i mean like it's I am not trying to be the guy she settled for because she old. Yeah, no shit. Like bro. I'm too fire for that. You know what I'm saying? I Man, got a I'm couple not funny for that. <laughs> I got a couple goals. <laughs> I got a couple goals I want to reach. Right? Like I got to get over 200 pounds of lean weight. Just that's just daddy weight to me, father weight. Like I got to be a better swimmer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. <laughs> that's the shit that I've runs seen, through I've, my head. I've seen you dip in a pool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, the five footer, the five footer. Yeah, the five footer. You know what's crazy? I took swimming lessons when I was like seven, and I think I told the story on here about how I had to like swim in the ocean to save my life. But Bro, I like, took the Y, and then was let my ass drown. Bro, <laughs> mom, mom can tell you about that. Bro, dead ass. I took them at the Y. This shit just didn't stick. Like it didn't stick. And I don't want to get into the reasons why, because like slavery. But like, this just didn't <laughs> stick. So you catch me in five footer looking cool and shit glisten. But like, I should probably be a good swimmer if I'm a half kid. I mean, and not just swimming to save my life. <laughs> Say it again. A pool, is, uh, a upkeep of a pool is a lot of work. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Listen, I don't have to have a pool, but like, if they want to go to the wire or something, and the floaty just don't float or whatever, <laughs> like what I look like just being the father who can't really swim. <laughs> no, no, I, no, you bring the kids like the Garfield pool, and you just keep. Keep your ten years old and ten year old kids in the kiddie pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my son, twelve years old. Like, nah, son, nah. Don't don't go too far. What you doing? What you doing? Nah, bro. So, yeah, there's certain goals I need to meet before I become a father. Like, I'm a cerebral kind of guy. We try to swim, bro. If we swim, yo. Next time we link. No, I'm cannonballing. <laughs> I'm dragging you with me. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I've been talking about the time Yo, I went. I homie like a couple years ago when we went to the Lake Ozarks. He was drunk as fuck, fading away, fucking. And then some dude started a boat right behind him. Oh, my I God. I jumped in. Bro, I jumped in and grabbed his ass. See? No. Like. And like even the guy, even the guy that was like running our boat because like we had a we had a driver. Uh, he was even yelling at the guy that was operating the boat where he just started up with my homie right behind him. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? There's a dude right behind it. Like, those turbines right. suck that water in. Yo. Yeah, man. So he chopped the fuck up. Dude. Motherfuckers are careless out here, man. Did I tell you about the time I uh, went cliff jumping? You jumped off a cliff? I jumped off a cliff. Man, I haven't done that. Well, I got tricked, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got tricked. Fucking. So, this is in college, man. I lived by myself. 
And one of my good girl homies lived across the street. Well, I rolled some up that day and was like, damn, where my ladder at? Oh, yeah, it's in the car. So I go to my car and he's loading up his van filled with floaties and and swimming paraphernalia. And uh, he's like, yo, Juve, we're going to fucking Lake Kincaid. Come on. I'm like, uh, listen, man, I'm about to grab this lighter. <laughs> fucking, yeah, you know I mean, he's like, no, no, come on, man. It's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm like, fuck. All right, man, let's go. Now, I've never been to this place because, like, the fuck I'm going to this place for? Uh, <laughs> Lake Kincaid? Yeah, bro, I ain't going to fuck. I ain't going to Lake Kincaid. I know. Place. You said I know what? that place. Yeah, I know that place. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we take the drive. We walk through these trails. It's like me, him, somebody else, somebody else, and, like, three women. Cooler, cooler full of warm ass beer, probably. Bruh, you already know. <laughs> but the key, as you heard, is three women. We go up this trail. There's a 30 foot jump. There's a 40 foot jump. There's a 50. No, it's not 30, 40 foot. It's like 15, 30, and 40. We go to this 30 foot cliff, man. The guys jump. Boom. The women jump. I do not jump. <laughs> However, right, if you jump, you swim your way back up. So they know if you jumped by the way you come back, right? So if I come from this one angle, oh, he walked back down the trail. He didn't jump. But if I come from the water, oh, he jumped. Well, these were some cuties, man. Um got to jump. I'm thinking about it. I'm sitting there like, damn, man. And then what's on what's worse is like she's like 14, 15 year old, 15 year old little punks <laughs> like talking shit behind my back. They've been there dumb for a week straight. They ain't been home yet. Bro, they've they been out there kicking it. Mushrooms out there. Little Kyle and what <laughs> Kyle man? and Randy. I'm saying, bro, they talking shit, but I can't I can't punch no 14 year old. So I'm like, damn, man. Them titties gonna think I'm trash, man. So my guy makes the way all the way back up. He's like, damn, you ain't jump yet? No, nigga, I ain't jump yet. I don't do this. I'm 30 feet up. I'm 30 feet up, my guy. So he's like, fuck it, man. We he threw a floaty down there, threw a life jacket down there. He jumped. I'm like, fuck. He's waiting on you. Waiting on me. Waiting on me, my guy. I fucking jumped off that cliff. Splash did waterfall. You, nose? you say what? Did you hold your nose? You fucking right, I did. Hey, you fucking dweeb. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. I held that shit. I did let go once I got underwater, but I held that because I needed both arms to get back to the top. So I, I I make my way back to the top, man. I, I clutch the life jacket in my left arm. We we sharing the floaty. We we kicking our way back. I had to do it once just to say I did it. But um, all I want <laughs> what's up? Did it though. I did it though, man. All I wanted to do was smoke some weeds and ended up out here cliff jumping thirty miles away from civilization. 
Man, embrace the white life. Bruh. <laughs> Listen, that is a metaphor for your ass. That is a metaphor for your ass. So, long story short, I, I got to be a better swimmer before I become a father. Hey, man. Yeah, it's, man. Hell yeah. I got yeah. <laughs> I got to get better at woodwork. I got to get better with cars. Or I just got to make enough bread to where none of that shit matters. That's the that's, route yeah, I want to take. game for me. Say what? Up, that's, that's the end game for me. Just make enough bread where I don't have to fuck with any of that shit. I don't worry about none of that shit. My wife ain't going to take nothing to the mechanic because I know how mechanics mechan. So I'm taking it to the mechanic. I'll let it sit there. We'll rent a car for a couple hours. That kind of bread. So, yeah, man. What a time. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, man, barely made it. Barely made it. Barely made it. Um, this might be a good time to get started. We're about 50 minutes in. That shit flew by. Did, didn't it? That shit really flew by. Oh, I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 81 of the hard camera putting up Kobe numbers. Happy belated birthday to Kobe. Happy 824 day. T-H-C-L-X-X-X-I and I am your guy, your guy. Juve, J-U-V, just on your visual, sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Motor City Machine Guns. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got it, amigo. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at A motherfucker, A underscore M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. Then y'all can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up 316 M-A-A. F F H H D U P three one six. Check it out, y'all. Yes, sir. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page, of course, as always, on Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. Who to thunk it? Oh, but above all else, most importantly, you're listening to us in a variety of ways. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker. Great content, heartwarming content, content that will help you learn how to swim, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Just don't hold your nose like a dweeb. Listen, do what it takes to live. Do what it takes to live. I didn't even tell the story about swimming in the ocean. I'll save that for another day. <laughs> the ocean is as salty as advertised. That shit's scary. Yeah, absolutely. My guy, we had a double shot of the WWE this past weekend. We had NXT TakeOver 30. We had SummerSlam. Before we get into that recap, man, let's uh, talk about how we did individually. We had 13 matches over the two days. Big Ren went 9 for 13, taking his total to 33 of 53 for 62.26%. Your guy Juve came in at, call it birthday numbers, 6 of 13. I beat you? Handily. 
taking my total numbers to 32 of 53 for 60.37%. The tide has turned, my guy. Oh, my God. This has been a tight-knit year, tight-knit season. Big Ren got the one-point advantage over me as we end September. However, we got payback coming. Literally and figuratively and uh, WWE-ly. We got payback coming next week. But before we get into our payback payback predictions, let's start with uh, let's start with NXT, man. We'll, we'll kind of do a quick breakdown of the show and then uh, new developments. What would you think of NXT 30, man? TakeOver 30 as a whole, overall. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I was, I was kind of surprised as much as like how much I actually enjoyed it. Okay. You were, uh, yeah, we were kind of like, eh, NXT is coming, uh. It, it, was, it was a fun, it was a fun gig. Yeah, okay. What, uh, what was your favorite match, match of the night? Honestly, dude, it was, it was, it was the one that you were saying it was going to be your favorite. It was, uh, Cole Adam McAfee. And, uh, Adam Cole. Yeah. I, I really did dig that match, man. Uh, quick, quick rundown of it all. Um, you know, let's start at the beginning. We don't have to go through every match, but just you know, just our favorite stuff. I want to mention uh, this wasn't advertised uh, by the time that we went to air, but Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Um, it was different. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was old school. Yeah, you know, I mentioned Adam Cole being my my probably my favorite NXT uh, superstar right now, but Finn Balor is like one B. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've been a, a a huge Finn Balor guy for a while. Pause if if you need to pause things. Um, but it was a different match, man. Timothy Thatcher, he has this way of wrestling that like it's old school, but it's not boring. It was it was a lot of technical. It's technical and violent at the same time. Yeah, like it, there's a certain brutality to it. Say it again. He's cranking them arms, dude. Yeah, and different from like a Pete Dunn. The way yes. Pete Dunn, um, you know, attacks the digits, attacks the arms. Timothy Thatcher has a certain just, just it's it's different. It's a certain gruffness, certain brutality You're to missing it. Missing that tooth, bruh. <laughs> you know, yeah, he was like a, he was like a, he was like an ex hockey player. Yeah, <laughs> he's been wanting to fight for a long time. And yeah, now he's got this chance. <laughs> he looked like a dude named Timothy. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? He was dead ass that guy in school that like you just didn't really want to be around. Like, oh, Timothy's coming. Yeah. Fuck. Shut up, everybody. Timothy's coming. Timothy's coming. Oh, uh, but no, man. I really like it. Where the party is. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> I dug it, man. A nice little little mini coming out party for Timothy Thatcher. He's been building up slowly. You know, ever since being one half of the uh, the the second iteration of the Bruiser Weights, uh, the Bruiser Weights. Um or bros yeah broserweight sorry with with Matt Riddle, uh where he, he defeated was, he was gunning at uh, Damian Priest tonight. Yes he was yes he was yeah we'll definitely get that in a second too. Um you know defeating Matt Riddle in the cage match or the cage fight I should say. Um he looked good against against Finn Balor man Finn Balor coming out with the victory and it showed a certain toughness to Finn that like we know Finn is tough but like for a long time he's been like pretty boy tough. But with this new character, he's still like fake pretty boy tough, but he showed he can get vicious too. Like New Japan Finn Prince Devitt, you know what I mean? He he got vicious. So yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Damian Priest. 
we have a new NXT North American champion in Damian Priest. We both went a different direction. You picked Velveteen Dream. I picked Cameron Grimes. You remember Um, my first pick? Was Damian Priest, right? Yes. Hey. (laughs) I hate in how, in like hindsight, it all makes sense. Like, we should have seen Damian Priest winning this. Totally. Like, he seemed to be the most developed superstar besides Velveteen Dream, who already won, and besides Johnny Gargano, who already won um, the NXT champ- uh, North American Championship. Cameron Grimes, is he's, he's on the way up. He's on the way up. Bronson Reed is on the way up. But, yeah, Damian Priest almost should have seemed somewhat obvious. What do you think of the match overall? I thought it was cool. It, it, it seemed a bit spotty. Yeah. It seemed like a bit like too like. It seemed like like some of the competitors were waiting on other things to happen during the match for them to actually do other things. If that makes sense. One hundred percent agree. It seemed very like multi man ladder match in WWE. Yeah. Now I'm reading reports online. People seem to love this match, and I don't know if there's something that I missed. But like I was kind of like oh, okay yeah I mean this is cool. I mean because like cool. there I mean like there was definitely some spots where like I was watching it and like mm-hmm. like there was people just standing around. Yeah. And yeah. It was just like okay so like fuck going on next like like they couldn't like make it work like on their own like organically in the ring, like live yeah organically yes. Exactly. There was one spot I believe I forget exactly the spot but you could clearly see Bronson Reed like holding the ladder in place. Um, I think somebody ran up the ladder. I don't. I, I, I think that was right around the time Gargano and Dream were working together. That may have been it. Yeah, the 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 spot is the spot is uh it's 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 missing my memory, but I, I clearly remember Bronson Reed holding the ladder in place. I believe maybe Damian Priest ran up the ladder and did like a, a flip or a dive onto. I'm not sure, but either way. Um, that, yeah, that, that flip they did that flip they did off the top of the ladder was Gargano and Priest. Absolutely missed, but I mean it still hit. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, Velveteen Dream definitely took a, a tumble. Golly. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he went out. Yeah, he flew to fucking he flew to China. That boy, you remember Ready to Rumble? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my man's definitely flew out of bounds. Uh, for that KO, man. Um. I like how we double on Tondred ready to rumble today. I'm 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 proud of us. Yeah, fucking uh, that air five. Facts, man. Um but yeah, you know, yeah, match was cool. I wasn't like blown away by it, pause, but yeah, it was it was solid enough. Um and as you mentioned, Timothy Thatcher is uh looking to prove himself as a as a challenger to Damian Priest. I think that'd be a fun match with two big guys. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I realized that I wanted to see Damian Priest versus the Velveteen Dream. That'd be pretty solid. I would love to see those two personalities come together. Like the the newer, a little more vicious side of Velveteen Dream, the cool, cocky side of Damian Priest. Say it again? They're 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 kinda they're a little bit the same. I think they're the same in like they like to exude their own like cool sex appeal. But one's more rock and roll and one's more like R&B. I yep, I'm yep 100%. Damian Priest is more rock and roll. 100%. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. I I wouldn't mind seeing that. I don't know where Velveteen Dream goes next, man, because I and we'll get to the new announcement as far as you know the the new developments of NXT. 
but also like the online presence of people who want Velveteen Dream fired. That's gotta yeah. that's gotta hamper whatever growth he has in NXT. Yeah, but like honestly, like I feel like that would have already been a major effect before now. Because I mean that was going on before now and then But he also left T V for a couple months to where like like the Oh yeah. It didn't seem as loud until he came back and then was put into like a prominent match. And and I mean I wonder if that hampered him winning. You think he would have been in a position to win had this not been so loud? Yeah, I mean, I can't answer that 100%, but right, yeah. Right, right, I feel you. I feel you. It's, I mean, if they really did the thorough investigation and found that this was just, you know, people peopling, that's one thing. But, I mean, listen, an allegation, just the allegation, your life is never the same again. No, fuck You no. know what I mean? Well, you know what? Gonna come up. You know, I'm not even gonna lie. Dead ass. It depends on who on who you are, right? Kobe Bryant passed away, and there's a certain population of the internet that was like, "Oh, he raped that girl in 2003." Despite the clear like paperwork to tell you how this whole case went, like that was the default. That was the go-to. You know what I mean? Whereas a fucking Ben Roethlisberger. He had multiple allegations of sexual misconduct, and that's not part of his story. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? So it depends. It depends who you are. I mean, (laughs) Velveteen Dream, his name came up more than once. So, I mean, there's the theory of where there's smoke, there's fire. Um... However, you know, people people decide who they want to forgive, how they decide it. So, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be, I hate keep using the word interesting, um, but interesting to see, you know, where the Velveteen Dream story goes next. So. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of a better word than interesting and looking forward to it. It's yeah. It's, word, it's. But. It's it's a it's a situation. I didn't even like I had a couple different adjectives in mind that I feel like I shouldn't use. So I'll just say it's a situation. It's a situation. Um Honestly, I mean like yeah, I mean I hope I I hope it I hope we figure everything out here sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, again, like we said, even if he's found to be, you know, innocent, just the allegation just sticks with you, you know? For forever, forever. He go, he go into the uh, he go into the bar. Like, oh yeah, weren't you that guy that you were accused of yada yada yada? Yeah, man. Something you could, yeah. I wonder how only and I only mention this because he's been uh, apparently been you know posting Instagram videos of his workouts. I wonder how this Lars Sullivan stuff is going to be when he comes back, if and when he comes back. Yeah, he, can, he can go back to them videos he was making. Listen, apparently they clearly paid well. Um, we don't you know. do that in my neighborhood, so I mean, he can keep all that over there. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the videos are one thing, and that's just salacious, right? It's one thing if it was like it's one thing if it was porn, but it was also that type of porn, so that's just salacious enough. But also, and more important for me, the racism—the racism is huge, especially. Yeah, he 
especially when WWE is is like so clearly red state. <laughs> like they 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 can't afford it. They can't afford to handle it improperly. No, you know what I'm saying. So I don't know, man. I'm a, I won't say interesting anymore, but uh, that's a situation. But we'll we'll see how these things develop, man. Uh, pushing forward, man. You nailed this one on the head. And the more I read about Pat McAfee and his love for the business, um, now again, I don't necessarily like his personality on screen, but I think part of me, you know what? Maybe maybe I was maybe I've been worked a little bit. He was working. Yeah, me. worked. Maybe I got worked. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like understanding the the heel and face dynamics, like part of me just thought he was just like this outsider playing a character, and he is. But I think it's more so maybe an outsider playing a character versus some really unlikable guy in real life. Um, but you nailed on the head, man. Adam Cole defeats Pat McAfee. I gotta salute Pat McAfee, man. <laughs> oh, dude, big time, like. When the match first started, I, I was like, this is pretty basic mm-hmm. shit, you know? But, like, and the match went on for quite a while. It did. It did. And let's be honest, you could see that, like, he was telegraphing certain spots coming. But you could tell that, like, he He was trying worked. not to telegraph too much. And you could tell he really put in the work. Yeah. Exactly. Like, the natural athletics, but, like, he put in the work. Yeah, um, I mean, like, with the showmanship, the athleticism, like... The like, selling. He, like, Pat McAfee hit it all on the head. He did his thing, man. Match. He did his thing. And he came in and and took the L, looked up at them lights for the three count, the three-second tan of John Cena was uh, was was hosting. That back um, foot from the top rope? He, Fuck, dog. And then, and then the leap, that, that leap to back to the top? He... I'm not mad. What, dude? Yeah, no, I, I was pretty stoked about that, and like, and like, I, 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 I had never really known who Pat McCat, Matt, uh, McAfee was mm-hmm. before this. Like, yeah, I don't fucking watch too much football and shit like that. I've heard about his show and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, my god, that promo he hit the week before, I loved it. But he just looked like such a dipshit. Like, <laughs> he, just he just didn't look like a guy. Like, he just looked like a fucking total Chad or Brad. Oh, absolutely. And he you know? listen. He he played that role very well. And Adam Cole came in and stood tall for for wrestlers and wrestling fans, and um, preserved the sanctity of the wrestling ring, if you will. I'm not mad. Man. You think we see Pat McAfee in the ring again? I hope we do. Honestly, I hope we do. I mean, I don't know if we will, but I like I that answer. I like that answer because I don't know if we do or don't, and I'm not gonna necessarily say I hope we do or don't. But if we do, I'm not gonna be mad. No, I'm not. Gonna I be mean, mad. he can work. Yeah, he did his thing. He did his thing, man. And, um, like, oh. and I mean, this might be hearsay, but, I mean, like, I read they didn't rehearse any of that shit. They didn't fucking work any of that stuff before. Really? Okay. Yeah. Called it in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, do you like that right there? I mean, I can tell you. Hey, man. Like, you can see the spots. True. True. 
I'm not mad. I'm not mad, man. He did his thing, man. Salute to him. He, he, did, he got in there, did his thing. Pat, uh, not Pat McAfee, but Adam Cole held it down for the 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 wrestling fans. Um, black and gold. The black and gold. Yep. Let's uh, excuse me. Let's uh, let's take it to the main event, man. Unless I didn't really have anything to add about Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. Um, solid enough match. Io Shirai retains. Rhea Ripley looks to be uh, looks to be her next challenger. I've got my ideas for not necessarily where that feud goes, but where the championship goes eventually. But we'll we'll, we'll cross that bridge. Um, the main event. There is a lot to unpack here. <laughs> Brother, that shit was clunky. Well, the match itself, right? But there's there's so many different paths that that the outcome of this match took. So let's start with the match itself. You thought it was clunky. Yes. I'm not gonna front, man. If I had to choose, uh, you know, worst takeover main event ever, this was it. This might have been it. Set the it's top. And like, and like, I like, I feel like I can't really like place blame on any, like either or performer, like because like. Like y'all know this shit's coming. Like. <laughs> it's it's hard to say, man. Like I don't know, you know, it's it's a matter of who laid out the match, right? They didn't have the match that their feud dictated. Oh bingo. You know what I'm saying? Like you blew fire in my face, homie. Like it's gonna get <laughs> violent. <laughs> say it again. And now, now you're gonna pin me. Yeah. Like we supposed to have a fight fight. You know? And you and it wasn't a fight fight. Now, I had my issues I had my issues with the storyline itself. Like the way it started and then the way it escalated just kinda didn't make sense to me. Um I mean Keith Lee and Dominic Dajakovic had, you know, four great matches. A minimum. Four like five. Man had five. I think he was his first title defense. That might have been five. But they respect each other, but they ain't. They wasn't friends like that. No, they, they wasn't that, that tight. <laughs> like they not that tight. Like I think I think Vic Joseph used the word like best friend. I'm like, no, nah, they not that tight, homie. They kicked nah. it at the club once or twice. Across, across from the club, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Not in the same VIP section, right? They popped bottles together. <laughs> they tables was next to each other. But, like, they didn't go together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got mad friends from college who, like, I would just see in places. You see somebody often enough, you bound to get fly with them. Yeah. But, like, nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, like, if you, get in a, if, you get, if you get in a fight, I might, I might, I might jump in with you. I might. Because I respect you enough. I like you enough. But, like, we ain't best friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so then the escalation to where two weeks later, homie, you, okay, I said bullshit on TV, so you know I'm serious, right? <laughs> so I'm serious, right? And then the next week, you blow fire in my face. Like, it just kind of escalated, you know what I'm saying? It just kind of did too much. But yeah, the match that they had didn't dictate, like, the, their few dictated a certain kind of fight, and they more so had a match. Yeah, it was it was definitely a Wednesday night match. Yeah, nothing too too special. Um, and from what I believe, oh, is this the segment? Yes, 
Yeah, get it, bro. Let loose, bro. <laughs> I've never cheered on another man's piss before. It used to like. It, listen, I'm not gonna front, man. It used to annoy me. Like it used to annoy me that like, yo, I cannot fucking believe he's just gonna take this loud ass piss in my ear. But now, listen, we're 81 episodes deep. I've known you for 17 years or so. I think so. I gotta just, I gotta take you at your you. You know what I'm saying? I have to take you for who you are. Honestly, like, I think you and I, or, yeah, you and I, I think, like, me and you talk on the most out of, like, everybody. Yeah. I've known for, like, the longest now. So, fuck yeah, you're gonna hear my piss. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a shit with the door open. This is who we are now. him that's just my guy that's just who he is he's comfortable around me that's my guy so but yeah um yeah as far as the match goes i saw that they had to end the match early um because of a carrying cross injury which i want to address the injury in a second we'll go to that because that leads to, to to bigger things so Keith Lee lost in a rather anticlimactic match. Not only did he lose, he was on Raw two days later. Yeah. Talk me through all of this. Talk me through all of this. Coming out to some music that sounds just like fucking Brock Lesnar's wearing basically what everybody on the line was talking about, like a fucking skirt, which, right. hey, it's okay, guys can wear skirts nowadays, <laughs> but that's not the fuck we expected Keith Lee to walk out in. Maybe he's Scottish. Black Scotsman. Alright. Listen, man, black people, be, black people be everywhere. They just don't say we be everywhere. I know that. I know. There's there's actually uh there's actually a new documentary film coming out on uh, one of my favorite singers, uh, Phil from uh Thin Lizzy. He was uh he was a black Irishman. Damn, yeah. Yeah, there's mad Irish around here, man. Yeah. I, I believe I have Irish in my descendant. The, uh my uh my ancestry. I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't want to know how it got there, but I believe I have some there. Um, but yeah, to refocus, man, Keith Lee. Like for one, the way he lost did him no favors. He was in a no-win situation because Karrion Cross couldn't really. I mean, he could afford to loss a little more, but like he just lost and just goes to Raw. And just debuts. Like I was watching, I watched both shows late. I had to watch them on the Monday. So and I, I did great with staying away from spoilers. I didn't spoil anything for myself. But I'm watching SummerSlam, and there's oh, and I watched them in order. So I watched Takeover first, and then I watched SummerSlam. So, so, so did you know Keith Lee was gonna be on Raw before you heard on SummerSlam from my text? No. So your okay. text told me, okay. and then yeah. your your text told me. And then I saw it on SummerSlam. Oh, oh, fuck. So I spoiled it for you. Yeah, but like, so. Okay, cool. Well, it was, it, not pissed, yeah, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a match spoiler. Um, but yeah, so I, you texted me and then I saw it on SummerSlam. So I'm like, okay, they, okay. You remember like, we've talked about this before. You remember like the day after WrestleMania used to be so dope. 
Oh yeah. Used and to be the, so dope. Normally, like, the day after summer's gonna be dope. Because they just like they they stop caring. There were surprises to things. Not anymore. And now it was like, hey, let me give you a thirty second video package for this NXT superstar, but let's not like make it cool. And so they presented Keith Lee as somewhat of a big deal. Now, I didn't see Raw. I'll be honest. I didn't see Raw. So I don't know how the reaction was. I don't know how they really presented him. However, it was what? It's pretty cool. The reaction? Yeah. Even though they knew he was coming? I mean, like, I knew exactly where he was coming in at. Yeah. And, like, without even, like, reading any spoilers or anything like that. I feel like it would have played better. Well, if one, it would have played better as a surprise, but it would have played better in front of, like, people. Yeah. But something about this feels like... I mean, he just won the title in June. Was it June or May? May or June? I think it was June. Either or, fuck it. Yeah, I think it was June, but, like, I feel like... Yeah, they cut the legs out from under his reign. But I feel like it was just like, oh, my God, we need something. Like, ratings are on a decline. We got the Thunderdome. AEW is kicking NXT's ass. Like, we need something. I'm trying to think, like, how many other, like, big, big big stars, like, Keith Lee caliber of stars have came to NXT. I mean, have came to the main roster after only winning the title only a couple months ago. It's not too many. No, I yo, I would say the Street Profits may be the closest. They won, they won the tag titles, and we all thought they would lose at the next takeover. They won at the takeover, but then lost at the next NXT taping. So, yeah, and then they went to Raw. But like, I and here's the thing: the Street Profits are over, but they're not over because of the booking. They're no, over because 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 Montez. Montez Ford is just a star. <laughs> like the raw, we haven't, we haven't talked about SummerSlam yet. <laughs> no, we haven't. We haven't. But the tag team division. I hate to digress, but like, no, we know we'll get to it. The tag team division is in shambles on all three brands. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, Keith Lee pops up and he challenges Randy Orton, and. It just kind of ends with a DQ, and now he's got a pay per view match. But I feel I just no, what even I mean like like he didn't even make a he didn't make a peep. Yeah, like, like once fucking Drew McIntyre came in, like Keith Lee was a ghost. Yeah, yeah. But like the next time we seen him from Keith Lee was like, yo, that's my boy. And I like, why are we supposed to like? I, I wish when it came in like ruined my. My new entrance moment, bro. Like, I'm like, I'm more more worried about Randy Orton kicking him in the face. It's like, still, it's like, fuck that, dude. Shouldn't have done that, bro. When did Keith Lee get all these white friends on WWE? Man, like him and Dominic Dijakovic is like best friends. Him and Drew McIntyre are supposedly super tight. Like, I ain't never heard of that before, bro. I ain't never seen them on the same screen together. I ain't never seen them on the same screen together. <laughs> and like, and like the only the only thing I can hope for for from like all the everything that Keith Lee is talking is a big time heel turn. The way he's talking, they gotta do something, man. But it's, it's gotta got, time heel turn. I uh, I feel like that would kind of hurt him. 
I feel like if they, if they do that too soon, that might hurt him. Yeah, but he's fucking... Well, he was fighting a payback. Yeah. Yeah. I Randall mean, Keith. I, I, I don't know, man. I hate the whole, like, yeah, we'll have to see, but, like, they're also going into the fall months. And the fall months are not great. Honestly, like, dude, I don't know, man. I, I feel like the fall months are better wrestling months. Versus storylines or just overall? Probably better wrestling, honestly. Yeah, and there's definitely a storyline or t- there are two storylines that I'm interested in. But Summers for setting up storylines, falls for wrestling. <laughs> I can get with that. I can get with that. Blessings, get it on out, my guy. Blessings. Um, you know, I can I can get with that. Um, Hell in a Cell last year was a compelling storyline until they like they until the bell rang. Um, Fiend and Seth Rollins. Um, I, I guess we'll take the wait and see approach. I feel you that. I, yeah, I, I can agree with that. I don't want to. I don't want to dispel that. I can. I can rock with that. I'm just. I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. <laughs> like this whole new Thunderdome shit. I guess it's brought in a whole new, whole new wave of electricity. This yeah. The, the company might want to put it. But as long as they can, like, it, but. as long as they can relegate the whole Crispin Y and Ku Klux Klan fucking, yeah, uh, yeah, I got like somebody put a video of a chick fucking petting her kneecaps on there, petting her kneecaps. Yeah, is that slang or am I? She literally was. That's some slang. Yeah, you might be. Too, I might be too wholesome for that. Pet her fucking kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> Should I Google this in the meantime? It's a it, it's from an old like uh, Canadian heavy metal mockumentary. <laughs> <laughs> How would I ever know that? Well, because we used to watch my crib all the time when we were high school foobar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I actually never saw that one. Oh, like, y'all classic. would talk about it. Oh, okay, yep. Come, yep, okay. A chick yeah. fucking diddling herself. So yeah, oh, the- yeah, I seen it. I, yeah, I just read it. I was going to keep it clean. But, um... And then, yeah, I heard there was a fucking... Someone put an ISIS execution video on there. Yep, I heard I, that too. Fuck. So maybe they're not <laughs> overseeing everything as closely as we thought they would. I mean, I don't know how many seats you're selling. Or how many... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... True, or you know, maybe they get on there to clean and are wholesome, and then they fuck things up. See, like I did notice that one of like whenever before, like whenever SummerSlam came on, it said TVPG, mm-hmm. but but underneath it said like DVLS. I was like, oh shit, we got some discretion, some violence, some sex, <laughs> some language, <laughs> like it used to be back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> some sex. <laughs> Little did we know it was coming from the crowd. Yeah, no shit. Golly. And still kept the PG rating. Okay, all right. I guess. I guess. So, on the inverse, right? So, we got Keith Lee going to Raw. We have a new champion in Karrion Cross, And that injury turned out to be correct. They stopped the match early because your guy separated his shoulder. Which has to suck. 
That's gotta suck. That's not even the best word for it. That's gotta be heartbreaking. It's been, it's been, it's been a bad run for a lot of people. All them flippy dudes. All them flippy dudes, man. They didn't even do no flippy dudes. That's what kind of disappointed me, too. Like, Keith Lee has proven himself to be, like, one of the most athletic big men ever. Oh, yeah. Karrion Cross, I still don't get it, but, like, clearly they see something in him. They could have had a better display than they did. I don't want to keep, you know, getting stuck on that, but that had to, that has to break Karrion Cross's heart to, to finally become champion um, knowing that when they split up him and Scarlet, that he's going wherever he's going, but now going he's got to. Say what? Going back to Battle Toads. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that. That was fire. Send me that, man. I might have to hit the IG too. Um, but yeah, man, it, that it got to suck. He had to relinquish the title. Uh, a mere what Sunday, Monday, two, four days. And After honestly, like, that wasn't even like I feel like that wasn't even everything that both those competitors could have gave and left in the ring. Yeah, no, not at all. I feel like they had some more in them, but yeah, again, that injury came and they had to shut it down a little sooner. But yeah, I feel like they could, they had more in them. But even they didn't have to shut it down. They could have shown us something different in the time that they did have. hundred uh, percent. I mean, because like it was it was pretty cut and dry what was going on mm-hmm. on uh, Takeover. Yeah, yeah, man. His relinquishing of the title, and we're going to uh, we're gonna uh, attack this match a little more later on. We're actually gonna make it an official prediction, ladies and gentlemen. But probably all dudes has uh, his relinquishing of the title has led us to a match that I am here for. This is this is the Mount Rushmore of NXT. Bruh, I am here for it. For one, it's gonna be great. For two. It might it might get AEW off that off that ratings plateau next week. In an Iron Man match, sixty minute Iron Man match, and not even just a sixty minute Iron Man match, a fatal four way sixty minute Iron Man match. Finn Balor, Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, who just returned, and Johnny Gargano. After he just got dropped from his fucking melon. Woo! Yeah, bruh, he ate that, didn't he? Dog. Dog. Like, I seen that shit, and I was like, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to like get in, like, get in his head, like, like, I'm fucking like thinking, I was like, how nervous are you to keep on continuing this match? Because you just got dropped from your fucking neck, dog. Bruh. Yeah. Like, Protect your neck. Like you got dropped in your fucking neck, and you want to keep this match going like that? Yeah. Like that has got to scare the shit out of you. Like yeah. that's got to be the back of your fucking head. Yeah, man, for real, for real. Yikes! We're gonna attack that match here in a bit. Like I said, we're gonna make it an official prediction. Uh, I'm here for this match. <laughs> I'm here for it. Clear my schedule. But yeah, let's move to SummerSlam, man. You, 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 you got me up out of here for SummerSlam. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, you did your thing, man. You did your thing. I'm not mad. Um, any, well, of course there's the majorist of major takeaways. I don't even want to mention that yet. We're going to get to that last. Um, what's your biggest takeaways from SummerSlam? Takeaways like, should I like or should I like? Both. Well. <laughs> well? I didn't like the amount of uh, roll up or, um, 
back back swipe pins or back slash. Yeah, I didn't like I, I didn't like the amount of those happening. No. I just thought it was especially from one of them. Um, Roman Reigns coming back is pretty fucking tight. Very true. Well, I did say except for the one thing which we're gonna get to, but I mean, if you want to get to it. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll save that. We'll talk about that in a bit. But, yeah, go ahead. But, um, no, I enjoyed it. It was um, it was pretty good. I mean, um, said there was – no, it was I, – I liked it more than I disliked it, if that makes sense. It does make sense. It, um, it, it honestly was not bad. It wasn't yeah. bad. Um, the Sasha Banks-Bailey story – oh, they're working that out, man. Um, you you correctly predicted that. I saw it going the other way, but uh, you had Asuka losing to Bailey and then defeating Sasha Banks. Um, I had it the other way around, but that Sasha Bailey story. Sasha Banks took that L. I mean, she took she she took that for Bailey, which distracted Asuka, and and Bailey hit her with the. Uh, it was a roll up, right? Yes. Yeah, hit her with the roll up. And then later on in the night, Bailey wasn't there for Sasha Banks, and uh, she ended up having to tap out to the Oscar lock. Um, Bailey, listen, Bailey, biggest heel game right now, bro. Her Karen game is amazing, astronomical. She ain't yelling at the manager, but she's yelling at everybody else. Like I'm with it. I hate it. I fucking can't stand watching it, but I love it. <laughs> Yeah, like that—that's exactly what we're supposed to do. Facts. I you laughed know. out loud during the Sasha Oscar match, where Sasha's getting counted out, and Bailey was like, "Hey, take it, take it easy. She's taking a break. It's hot out here." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, I love you. Like hard eyes, like swoon. Like um, swoon. I swooned. I was like, oh, Bailey, look at you being annoying." But I I loved it. I I thought it was great, man. Um, and two great matches too. Like those were two great matches. Um, Props off. Yeah, like those are they're easily the top three women uh, in the game right now. Power bomb? The what? That fucking powerbomb off the fucking <sighs> off the side of the fucking. Listen, bro. listen. <laughs> yes, that was hard. That shit said, <laughs> dude. And then she went on to fight another match. Like, Bruh. what the fuck? No, that was the Sasha match. That was the Sasha match, the second one. Either way. But yeah, she's still... <laughs> that's her second match of the night. And in the second match of the night, she took that powerbomb. Yeah. Props. Like, that was a thing. Like, I went to work on Tuesday, and the chick that I like, watches wrestling like, that fucking powerbomb. Bruh. Yes. <laughs> yes. She ate that. Salute to Oscar for one going through two matches and two taking that power bomb. Hey, uh, hey just hear yo, just hear geared up in that cup of noodle suit. I missed it. No, <laughs> <laughs> Oscar is, is <laughs> yo, she is the best. <laughs> Dude. Japanese culture always just kind of takes it there like a certain way, and she she be, like- she be going there. Like is this is like I hope this doesn't sound bad, but like just goofy. Like it's maybe the way that we perceive it over here or what I perceive it is mm. goofy. Yeah. And I just fucking just absolutely love it. Like, there's, a I don't certain, know how I it. there's a certain <laughs> zaniness. It's a little zany. 
Straight it's eccentric. Yes, yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's a little eccentric. Yep. I um I gotta say, man, that finish to when uh Sasha was in the Oscar lock and the way she called out to Bailey. Bailey <laughs> Bruh, it broke my heart. <laughs> it broke my heart. Bruh, broke my heart. Sasha, no. Sasha. <laughs> Sasha, don't. Bailey, where you at? See, see. Oh, man. Oh, uh, uh, man. I can't even say it because we're still going to do the payback shit. <laughs> Word. All right, we'll save it. Yeah, write a note. Write a note. Um, That broke my heart, man. But uh, congrats to Oscar. Sasha, your time is coming, girl. It's coming. It's coming, girl. Don't even trip. Big time. Uh, set, set four. Man. Man. Um, What happened, man? You know what? I should have went with my gut on this one. I initially was like, and I, and I blame you, but I blame me because I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's a great idea. Um, I initially thought Seth Rollins is taking this, man. Um, But then I was like, you know what? Nah, let's get a feel-good moment. But Seth Rollins defeats Dominic. In a street fight. Overall, man, really good showing. I gotta give it to Dom. He went out there and gave it all. Just gave it his all. Really good showing. Really yeah. good showing. I mean, came out to dress up like Sub Zero, like a knockoff. <laughs> Ali. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. And then Seth Rollins with the uh, the ode to Halloween Havoc '97. Fucking that gear. That was fire. That was super fire. And I mean, like, dude, I, it, dude that was that was a heavy hitting match. It was. You know, he, it was. He hit the uh, he hit the he hit the frog splash. He hit the fucking six one nine. Fucking. I definitely got some hit. frog splash commentary. I'll get to that in a oh, second. Oh yeah, that tweaked frog splash. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No, we did in a second. I um, I want to. Uh, damn, what was I gonna say? Oh, I had a, a slight issue with some psychology at the beginning of the match. Like, it's a street fight. It kind of, like, on along the lines of, you know, uh, Keith Lee and Karrion uh, Cross. Like, there was a moment in the match near the beginning, right? Now, listen. Seth Rollins gave Dominic, like, he, he stuck his head out and gave him a free shot. Now, if it's me, now, if it's just me, maybe I'm just one man. If you take my father's eye out. I'm taking your head off. If you beat me 30 Singapore cane kendo shots, kendo stick shots, if you stick your head out, then yeah, I'm going to headlock the shit out of you, bro. <laughs> I'm going to headlock the shit out of you, dude. Like, <laughs> don't, don't, like, if you're sticking your face out, I'm going to sock you in your mouth. Like, you beat the fuck out of me. Like, I could see my fuck. In the middle of the ring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, not Dominic Mysterio. Seth Rollins stuck his head out, and he headlocked the fuck out of that man. Uh, that's a booter. Uh, that's a booter. Uh, uh, a hand. Dude. Dude. Otherwise, man. Um, otherwise, great showing. Really, really good showing. It was. Um, I try not to talk like this, and we do really good with not talking like this. Um, but, um, hey, Angie. 
I quit it. <laughs> I just just wanted to say, hey, I hope you're okay. I know Seth tried to scare you. I know Ray was. I, I just hey. I hope you're my well. Mom talked to a friend at the grocery store. I was trying to tell her I shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Listen. Yep. Shoot me that meme too. I listen. Dominic kind of tall. Angie kind of tall. You said what? They texted it to you. <laughs> you did. Yep. 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 Yeah, man. Otherwise, really, really solid showing. I mentioned my frog splash critique. Now I know that Sasha Banks, her favorite wrestler, was Eddie Guerrero. She hit a frog splash. I know. I know Eddie Guerrero is Dominic's uncle. He hit a frog splash. I know that Montez Ford has the flyest frog splash in the game. They gotta have a meeting. Bro, they gotta have a meeting. They gotta Montez have a meeting. Ford tweaked that frog splash, bro. That was fire. They gotta have a meeting, man, because <laughs> it can't be this many frog splashes. But they all oh, got they oh, all man. got like some kind of right what, to the it. Ouija board, bruh. Something that motherfucker. I'm trying to tell you. And say who hit it best. They gonna, yep. they gonna say Montez, bruh. <laughs> I was about to say if you had to pick one of the three, who you giving the frog splash to? Fucking Montez Ford. Are you kidding me? Man, I'm stuck between Montez and Dominic. Like I love Sasha, but like her claim ain't strong enough. I know she love Eddie. We all love Eddie, <sighs> but Montez is a so fly. And Eddie Montez jumped straight up in the air and then tweaked his body in the air. Hit a whole and, 180. Dude. And can do it like, for fun. Like, like, he, like, he didn't jump straight off the top fucking turnbuckle and tweaked it there. He tweaked it in the air. In the air. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like that's some like, that's some motocross shit. Boy's a star. <laughs> Boy's a star. Um, yeah, hey, I'm giving it, yeah, I'm giving it to Taz. I'm giving it to Taz. Once he becomes a solo star, yeah, I'm giving it to Taz. Like and like I I kind of feel like we've kind of moved on to the to that match right mm. now. Like bro, like I've I've watched highlights of that shit. Mm-hmm. Whose name did I hear the least about on that whole match? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Angelo Dawkins? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I, unfortunate. I, I fucked with Dawkins, but like, I fucked with Ford more. I hope he didn't poison Tez. I hope he didn't. Like, I like, think if he did, that has to come out like six months from now. It can't come out now. Listen, I know everybody like knows that Tez is the guy. So I know they want to put him in. I know they want to put Dawkins in a great spot. But damn, dog. Uh, that, I don't know, dog. He can't be that salty. Man, I don't know, dog. We, uh,. I do know we talked about the tag team division a little bit. Uh, the tag team division is in shambles, dog. Shambles. Shambles. Um, SmackDown. I mean, the Usos are they'll come. They're coming back when they come back. New Day is injured. You got Miz and Morrison. I mean, but like Cesaro and Shinsuke are just a team you put together some even somehow, right? Sami Zayn ain't been around since fucking forever. Um, but like you had to, you had to knock the dust off the Lucha House Party. No, mm-hmm. they're, they're always gonna be around. Yeah, and I know they they tease in dissension, but like the you know, Lucha House Party, really, word, really, word, really. 
uh, this is going to sound fucked up, hmm. but which house party always be a rag you put a mask on anybody? <laughs> that's a little fucked up yeah you're right you're right i told you you got it right you, you was you yep, yep correct that is correct i feel you um over on raw we got um hell um damn the viking warrior raiders of oakland minnesota they they down underground we ain't seen them in a real ring in a minute um, I don't know if we're continuing the feud between, you know, Andrade and Angel and the Street Profits. Um unless Seth and Murphy go to the tag team division. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know what's next. Uh, I hope I hope we don't see I mean like I mean Seth and Murphy would be a tight tag team. But I can't I mean, front like, that match would be kinda of fire. <laughs> oh Toby's fire. Yeah. That's who they won it from, didn't they? Didn't they win the titles from them? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I don't know where they go. Um, what else stood out, man? Let's take it to the the two title matches. Actually, you know what? Quick, quick salute to you know Mandy Rose. She defeated um um Broken Sonya Deville in a Loser Leaves Town match. I had to imagine that. I mean, I I mean, we both picked Mandy Rose to win and and Sonya get defeated and lose her hair. I have to imagine that they changed the stipulation so Sonya could focus on, you know, of course, other endeavors, but like her impending like trial with this this dickhead who broke in her home. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, you didn't read the shit. I did, but even before I saw the new news bit, like once they changed the stipulation, like clearly this was to get Sonya off TV to refocus. Makes sense. Yeah, and like yeah, I mean, it sucks because like. I feel like she's an actual competitor. Not, not and, that, and what I just said sounds fucking horrible. No, I know what you mean. Every other competitor out there. Well, she and, and even to clarify and you're gonna clean it up. She's been doing great work. Mm-hmm. Like this was like she's been doing things, you know. And so for this to happen and you know to make her focus on certain things, yeah, it's 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 wild. It's wild. It's a wild time. I keep forgetting that Otis is Money in the Bank. Bro, uh, we ain't heard about Money in the Bank for a long, long fucking time. Listen, we've been on here saying mad times. Money in the Bank is too trash. It's dead. <laughs> it's dumb dead. And, well, I mean, but honestly, It's washed. Though, washed and rinsed. Go ahead. But honestly, though, maybe they're doing that on purpose. Man, shit. We gonna get to the... the um, we gonna get to the Universal Championship match. Otis don't want no smoke. <laughs> okay, Otis don't want no smoke. It was happening with the WWE yeah, Championship not, right now, like, the Universal Championship right now. But no, like we fucking like we heard about him maybe doing it for the tag team titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like maybe, maybe we're waiting, but maybe they're just waiting. I don't know. I did ass forgot they were a tag team. Holy shit! See, I forgot all about Tucky. Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the worst worm slash caterpillar ever. Holy shit. Mandy, I wish I was called a fucking worm. Mandy Rose is that baddie who like now nah, I don't want to be mean because I know she's like trying to get away from that. I can tell by her attire, she's trying to get away from just being like the sexy girl on TV. But that between like her table fail and that caterpillar worm. Holy shit, where's the coordination? 
Holy shit. Did you? Oh, my goodness. It's like <laughs> it's like she did it, and then when she got up, you could tell she was, like, cussing out Otis. Like, yo, why the fuck you made me do that on national television? <laughs> I'm going to be memed up for the next week. I have never seen any memes of her. Well, hell. Just just shit on my joke. I, I, I've, just seen, I've just seen memes of Otis. Like in his ring gear, yeah, and say, yeah, yeah, my chick went and spent spent like hundred fifty bucks on nails, shoes, hair, shit like that. She comes back to the house, and I'm just like this, yeah. <laughs> just Otis, Otis, <laughs> shelling, bro. Yeah, I'm not mad, man. I'm not mad at Otis no more. All right, man. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you settled your differences on I Otis. I know that's your guy. I be calling everybody your guy, but I know that's your guy. Hey man, we're, we're cool, man. Yeah, man. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, let's take it to, let's go this route first, man. Drew McIntyre defeated Randy Orton. So you had a problem with that backslide, huh? I just, dude, honestly, I just feel like, I mean, like, if you want to solidify, and especially, like, with the new, like, Thunderdome. Yeah. Shit, like you don't, you don't, you don't win like that. Like you get a fucking, you get a one, two, like you get a fucking knockout, definitive victory. Yeah, exactly. I feel you. Like the finish felt felt like it came out of nowhere. It really yeah. did. Um, but also, it did leave it You'll open. You'll never see it coming. Yeah, which yeah. Well, the shit, shit, the the shit that they say we wouldn't see coming, we we kind of did see coming. If y'all listened to last week's hard camera a little bit, but. It kind of, it, I mean, it left it open for a rematch, but like, so what though? Yeah. Because if exactly. you're the champion and you beat your challenger, however you do it, you don't have to leave it open to a rematch unless some shit happens like happened on Monday night. So, yeah, the finish is, it, it, it did feel like it came out of nowhere. It really did. It really did. Um, what do you think of the match otherwise? I thought it was good. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I, I mean, I thought I thought it was heavy hitting. Probably like the two most predominant stars on the WWE roster right now, going at it. And they both bled hard way. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, from they the face. Cut the fuck up, like not intentional. From the face. In the face. <laughs> yes, yes, in the in the face, yes. In the face. <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't you didn't get as aggro as I did. Uh, well, that's just who we are, right? That's who we are. We play our roles. We play our positions. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, solid. And we'll talk about that in a bit as we talk about payback here in a second. However, the big news of the night. Well, first, before we get to the big news, The Fiend defeated Bray Wyatt. Sorry, that's the same person. The Fiend defeated Braun Strowman to become the two-time two-time Universal Champion. Before we get to the aftermath of the match, what did you think of the match? That was kind of mad. Yeah. I mean, it was... Yeah, I, I honestly didn't think it should have lasted as long as it did. We are definitely on the same page as far as how we saw SummerSlam. Um, this match kind of just happened. It, it didn't need to go on as long as it did. Yeah, it kind of just happened. They didn't even really need to change the stipulation. No, fuck no, they didn't. How you do a false kind anywhere match and it end in the ring? Yeah, I mean, the 
that's WB logic. It's, you know, and they could have made it a no DQ match and still did the whole cut up the ring a la SummerSlam 2015. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it happened. Yeah, it, it, it happened. Um, but it was a means to a, to a, to a bigger end. Because we've got the return of the big dog. And he brought the big chompers. Big, the big whites. The big, big chompers. Um, now, I'll be honest, right? They say, listen, I, oh my God. If I had one frustration, like overall frustration with SummerSlam, it's how many damn times they said you'll never see it coming. We didn't see it coming. Exactly. Holy shit. I get Even it. Even watching, I'm, I'm about to go ahead. No, that was it. Go ahead. No, like, even watching, like, highlights for the week, how many times you heard. Even Oscar said, you'll never see it coming. Bruh. <laughs> like, y'all, I see it. I see it. Now, I will say this. I thought maybe Alexa Bliss may get involved, and maybe I wouldn't, you know, see that kind of revenge coming. But, I mean, if y'all listened to last week's hard camera, now we didn't necessarily call Roman Reigns coming back at SummerSlam, but we called Roman Reigns coming back. Oh yeah, I mean, so like, we it's, it's been a while. We kind of seen it. We kind of seen it a little bit. Um, see everything. What you think of this Roman Reigns, man? He's not exactly the same Roman Reigns as before. What you think of him? And I'm not just talking about the Chompers. He looks small. Listen, boy is cut up. Yeah, yeah, he might be cut up, but I mean, he he looks small though. Oh, I thought you said swole. I said small. Okay, okay, okay. Huh? Maybe he uh, maybe he burned off some of the Samoan guy fat. I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know I put you in the corner there. Right? I know y'all kind of yeah, you put, you, like, I put you in a spot. I put you in a spot. Shit to eat, but well, y'all don't know. Yeah, I put you in a little tight <laughs> spot there. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been better than my partner. Uh, like, uh, like, see, like, I almost said like, like he went up the Cuban sandwiches, but like I know it's not Samoan, so I can't say that. <laughs> you remember Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't call him fat. I mean, the nigga Samoan. What's he gonna do? <laughs> um, yeah, man. Now I've seen speculation that this is quote unquote a heel turn. Would you consider this a heel turn for Roman Reigns? I mean, from what we've just seen on on Sunday night, I can't say it is. I wouldn't say so either, honestly. I wouldn't say I mean, so like, either. Maybe like maybe we could get a better pers- a bit better perspective of it come Saturday, uh, Friday night. Right. Right. But like I, I I definitely don't think this is a heel turn. I don't think so either. You know, even with um why, why, I mean, why would it be a heel? Well, because he's in all black and he's talking shit and he wore fucking Braun Strowman ass out with that chair and he interrupted Bray Wyatt as he did, as he celebrated his new championship victory. Uh, so some people would consider it heelish. I would not. No. Um, that's, and, that's redemption. Yeah. You know, and, and plus along with, I think it was like a, uh, you know, the little, little cut scene videos they show about what charities are doing. Like Roman Reigns was featured heavily in it. Talking like I saw the I saw I was like yo did did uh did Roman Reigns get some new chompers? Like I saw it during that video, and so when he got to the rims, like, oh he definitely I don't want to just dwell on the man's teeth, but my man, you are listen man, <laughs> mama, <laughs> my man can eat some veggies right now. Anyway, 
Um, but they don't really highlight their heels in those things. In those, you know, we do charity videos. They don't really highlight their heels in those things. Roman Reigns, they still want him to be like the guy. But nah, man. He's an anti-hero. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. It's him coming back, claiming his yard. He came back whooping ass and talking that shit. I'm I'm always I'm always up for a good anti-hero. Bruh. Like those make the best stories. He's finally doing what we was like, yo, he should have been doing this. Now, I'm not as and y'all can go back and listen to the listen to every episode of the arc uh sorry, episode of the hard camera. I was never the whole turn him heel guy. I think I was a little bit. I, I wasn't gonna say it, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was never I was never the turn him heel guy. I like Roman Reigns. I don't necessarily like the booking. Because I know he could be something else, but yo, this Roman Reigns is compelling. Roman Reigns, the anti-hero, like like he saves the chick. The chick wants to bang him at the end. He's like, nah, nah, I beat it, shorty. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it. Like yes, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. He came. Like, at- like, you couldn't handle my lifestyle. Yeah, right. you don't, baby. You don't want this. <laughs> you don't want this. I saved you, and now I'm saving you a second time. You don't even know. You know what I'm saying? He came back and told Bray or told Braun Strowman. You only a monster when I'm here. You ain't a monster without me. He told Bray Wyatt, homie, you just a freak in a mask. I said, oh, shit. Damn. All right, Roman. Talk it. The T-shirt said it all. Wreck everyone and leave. See, this all this, all this anti-hero talk makes me want to pour up another goddamn drink. Listen, bro. I got my Seagram 7 Dark Honey to my right. I got a Sprite to my left. I've already got all my clothes laid out for tomorrow, so we can do this. <laughs> word, word, word. But I'm I'm compelled, man. I'm I'm I am interested. I am interested. I've always liked Roman Reigns anyway, but now I'm 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 interested. And listen, we sat here and talked last week about how it's hard to care. They haven't given us anything to care about. I'm caring. I'm kind of I'm kind of caring. I'm kind of caring a little bit. I'm not mad. Um, anything else about Roman Reigns? Anything you want to talk on? Um, I might have to watch SmackDown on Friday night. Hey, I'll be DJing. I have a show, so I won't be able to watch it. But uh, I'll, I'll see what's up. I know they got the contract signing. We'll talk about payback in a second here. Um, I had one gripe, one minor to major gripe about SummerSlam. Why Why wouldn't this new group, Retribution, why wouldn't they crash the second biggest show of the year? You know why? Why? Because Seth Rollins fucking won. What? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. I think this whole, I think this is all Seth Rollins. Well, they, they've been on Raw and SmackDown. Well, did you watch the end of Raw? Um, what happened? I read about it. What happened in Raw? Remind us. Um, it was the the main event of Raw was Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins versus Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Ah, uh, yeah, and Retribution came and murked, and Seth just stood at the top of the ramp. Like, like 
cackling with Buddy. Like, kind of like, it kind of made it look like this is all Seth Rollins. Really? What about the SmackDown interference? I don't know about that. (laughs) Yeah. I think they are their own group. I don't think there are. I don't think there is any leader. I've seen speculation that oh, maybe Roman Reigns is the leader. No, I don't. I don't think anyone on the roster is the leader. I think it was just a lazy storytelling trope. Like they talked about some. They talked about retribution. Why wouldn't retribution be at SummerSlam? It's the second biggest show of the year, and it's the pay per view at the very. It's a pay per view. Yeah, we'll crash Raw and SmackDown and on and chainsaws. And scare people. Like, honestly, like, if I could see it being, like, this is going back on what I just said, but if I could see it being anybody's faction, mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd be what? UE. There's like six of them, though. Yeah, but still. And there's women. So what? <laughs> UE can't take fucking women. <laughs> I think the UE is their own entity, and I don't think and I don't think they would be on NXT and and Raw and SmackDown, especially with what we got coming with Adam Cole coming up. I think there's been speculation that Dominic Dajakovic is involved, that Vanessa Bourne is involved, Chelsea Green is involved, and again, it's all speculation. I think they are their own entity, but I think again they've got to make it mean more than yeah. Including bum rushing SummerSlam, the biggest show of the year. If they if they care about this storyline, which they clearly do, why it just makes sense. If they're all about retribution and fucking shit up, they should have made an appearance at the Thunderdome at SummerSlam. Lots of big time facts. You know what I'm saying? So minor gripe of a major storyline, but that was SummerSlam. Um, let's push forward, man, because. Next week, in a couple days, they went right back to the well. We've got payback. Now, only four matches have been announced. Um, as of press time, I can imagine a, a couple other, a few other matches being added on. However, um, they're not official yet as of this recording, so we won't add them. But uh, let's 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 go with. Uh, Let's go with payback real quick, man. I'm not even sure. I can't really ask how you feel about it because, like, it's a week after. Like, the build has been there somewhat, but it's a continuation. It's, <laughs> hey, we got a pay-per-view in seven days. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get overexcited about it yeah. because the way I enjoyed uh, TakeOver and SummerSlam, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of just uh, kind of pissing in the wind on this one. I feel you. I feel you. You know, so I, I don't. I don't want to get too excited about it and get fucking major let down. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, I'm 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 interested in the Sasha Bailey story, and I'm clearly interested in Roman Reigns and some of the matches that they could add on there. You know, potentially AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy, Matt Riddle, and you know Baron. Well, maybe not. Well, Matt. I like Matt Riddle. Um, you know what else happened on SmackDown? I just blanked out Biggie and Sheamus. You know, stuff that they can add on there. You know, the screams of potential. So, this card could be a low-key sleeper. But uh, only as of now, four matches are announced. Let's start with the U.S. Championship. They put this match on the kickoff show at SummerSlam. So, I didn't get to check it out. Um, where Apollo defeated MVP. 
Uh, you, you called that one correctly. But for the U.S. Championship, we've got Apollo Crews taking on Bobby Lashley. I'm going to say this forever. <laughs> I hope you fucking do. The big man. My man. Well, I think the big man is going to win. Tell me more. I mean, honestly, I, I could see them <laughs> feuding with the same group of people. Yeah. As as they've been doing on the shows for the past couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. And... I should have went with Apollo Crews, especially because I've always seen Lashley ending up with a, the U.S. Championship. So I'm not sure what made me choose MVP. Um, but I'm going the same way. I think Lashley's taking it. Um, I don't know how, how much longer Apollo can keep going through that whole crew. I saw a theory, right? You know how we talked about, you know, maybe Cedric Alexander joins the Hurt Business? Yes. I saw a theory that maybe what if... While MVP has been talking all that shit to Cedric Alexander, what if Ricochet joins the Hurt Business? It'd be good to see him back on TV instead of getting squashed. <laughs> True. It's um, I mean, it would you know, it'd be some kind of refreshing. Ricochet doesn't seem like a heel to me. He seems very Rey Mysterio-ish. Like I can't see Rey Mysterio as a heel. I can't see Ricochet as a heel either. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Because, I mean, honestly, like, every time I run on the mic, I kind of sounds like he kind of slips up and kind of like. He ain't got the voice kinda, for it, right? No, yeah, no, he, yeah, he ain't got it in his chest. Yeah, boy's too nice. <laughs> you know? Too many, too many flippy it. dudes. Too many flippy dudes. Yeah, he's too Project nice Pat, in the voice. I was like, he ain't built for the streets. I'm trying to know? tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. But it was a cool theory, but I don't know if I quite see it. I think eventually we do see Cedric Alexander be like, "Yo, fuck it, man!" Like, y'all, y'all right, y'all right. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's soon, soon, but I think we see it eventually. Maybe we see Ricochet get involved and help Bobby Lashley. Oh, defeat Apollo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But that would be kind of that would be kind of tight. I mean, like, because Ricochet ain't really doing much right now. Nah. He's not. He's not. You know, I just realized, man, I didn't. Well, I guess I shouldn't lie. I don't necessarily care about the Hurt Business, but I'm interested in MVP. He's he's been doing work since he's been back. He's been doing oh, his yes. thing. I feel like WWE might be slowly like waiting towards him. Well, you know what? Slowly putting pieces together to create some interest. You might have been right about your fall theory. See? You might have been. See? (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. See? I feel you. I feel you. So we both taking Bobby Lashley. Um, These next two matches, I'm not sure how I feel about it, man. But we've got Keith Lee against Randall Keith on payback. Talk to me, homie. Uh, See? Okay, okay. I've got an idea. Yeah. Drew McIntyre fucked up his first win. Yeah. Maybe he fucks up the second win. And Randall Keith wins. Mm, and then we see, uh, what, Keith, Keith Lee, Lee, Drew McIntyre? Mm. 
and then I mean like and and that'll get that'll get, like that'll get a little bit of room for Keith Lee to take a loss just getting called up. Yeah. And that will be a fire fucking match, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. That'll be fucking. Phenomenal. It would. It would. It would. I I feel like that heel turn so soon. I mean, his debut was already rough. I feel like that heel turn so soon might make it rougher. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, who knows? Like, it's it's so tough to fucking call right now. Yeah, and like honestly, like with everybody else that's been in NXT, that's like that hasn't got called up yet. Mm-hmm. For him to get called up now, it's kind of like what what what's going on here? Were I think it was an act of desperation, but I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Adam Cole, fucking John Organo, Ciampa. Like, why haven't they been called up yet? And, I mean, Keith Lee, obviously, he's not in the faction, but neither the, is Organo or Ciampa. They're smaller guys, and Triple H is probably like, nah, homie, stop playing with me, unk. <laughs> Pop. And I know Ciampa, exactly. and I know the travel isn't so hectic right now. I know Ciampa, I know he, he came up with a scenario of how he might want to work on the main roster. I don't want to keep saying main roster, but, you know, Raw or SmackDown. But I I, I, I think they feel safer in NXT. Like, don't, don't, like, don't. Oh, yeah. I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? And maybe, maybe Keith Lee was like, fuck it, dog, send me up. Yeah. I would imagine he wanted more time with that reign. But, again, I know, you know what? I, well, for one, I know it's not necessarily any of the talent's quote-unquote decision. But also, Keith Lee is hes a huge super heavyweight, athletic super heavyweight. Vince still Rumble. loves Rumble. He still loves big bodies. Pause. I mean, they fucking, Keith Lee went in for a rumble for a little bit. Did his thing, you know? got, got bounced by Brock Lesnar, but he did his thing at Survivor Series too. So they've, they've seen this for a while. Exactly. You know? And he wasn't even the captain of NXT and still, you know, was the last man standing in the whole match. So I should say last man eliminated. So he got that shine spot. But I don't know, man. How do you see this going? Oh, you went with Randy Orton, right? Yes. Okay. I was tempted. I don't know, man. Because I feel like, I mean, like I said, I feel like they botched the, the, the initial introduction. Um... Randy Orton is still on a roll, and I feel like I feel like they're gonna do a rematch, Drew McIntyre and and Randy Orton. So like, if Randy Orton loses, like maybe that hurts his standing in that match, right? Um, but if well, Keith, same time as, same time as Randy Orton, say it again. But at the same time, though, it's Randy Orton to where like it doesn't matter. He can do anything and come back, right? Exactly. So he could lose a Keith Lee and still look strong enough to face Drew McIntyre. Um, and, and like, I, I'm just, I just won against what I just fucking predicted. So I mean, <laughs> you seen all the angles? You seen all the angles? Um, but if Keith Lee were to lose, yeah, he came from NXT, so he's not as experienced. But like, you don't just bring up that talent. I mean, maybe you do. <laughs> maybe you do. Well, I mean, like. Boy, I, honestly, I, the only way I see him losing is Drew McIntyre gets involved and causes him to lose. Keith Lee? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I thought for a second, too, maybe Drew McIntyre just comes in and causes a DQ ending. But, I mean, we kind of saw that on Raw. Um, Man. Man, man. 
Repair man, man, man. <laughs> um, that's me stalling and being nostalgic. You know what? I I, I think the internet is just gonna have to be mad. The internet gonna be mad on this one. I'm going with Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton is gonna do his maybe not his best, but he'll he'll do what he can to make Keith Lee look good. But I think I think Orton beats Keith Lee clean, and then maybe we get some interference later from Drew. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Randy Orton. I'm not fully confident, but I'm I'm a, I'm gonna lean toward that way. I gotta commend them on SummerSlam too. Like they didn't have any bullshit DQ finishes. No, they, they, they even if it was roll ups, they they gave you you know definitive uh definitive uh, finishes. But uh, they've been promoting this match in some form for weeks now, but they didn't actually put it together until this past Monday. Uh, for weeks now, man, payback. Sasha and Bailey, they're gonna defend the tag team championships. But against the most like unsuspected tag team in the goddamn world, even more unsuspected than goddamn Omega and, and fucking uh, Hangman Page. Right. Well, you know why like wrestling and WWE can be kind of bullshit at times is because they've sent they spent weeks telling us they're gonna defend the championship, right? But then on Monday, Monday comes and. That's when Nia and Shayna become a team. Like it's one thing. Like if they maybe if they maybe put together like a number one contenders tag team match, to where they put like teams in there and they said, "Hey, Nia and Shayna are going to be in this match." I know they hate each other. That would have made a little more sense than the way they did it. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like oh, Shayna's in a match. And Nia doesn't like her. And all of a sudden, oh, you know what? They don't like each other, but now they're going to be tag team partners because <laughs> Sasha and Bayley are going to defend the titles next week. We still need opponents, though. Yeah, no, I wasn't necessarily too excited to see them two team up together. It's, and yeah, and that's, yeah, and aside from just the sloppiness of how the match was put together, that's a whole other thing, right? Now, we've seen the whole, like, partners who don't like each other thing. Um, multiple times out. throughout the years, but say it again. We've seen it work out though too. Until they eventually fight, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, but we've got Sasha Banks and Bailey taking on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Uh, talk to me, man. Sasha and Baszler taking the cell. You think we see new tag champs? Fucking okay, yeah, we do. <sighs> and this this will be where we see Bailey. Turn on Sasha. Really? Yes. Here at Payback? Yes. I am inclined to agree with new tag team champions. Not the other part? Um, Not yet. It's coming. It is coming. I, it's coming so soon, and they've done a great job of, of building to it, right? I'm not, I don't want to just hot shot the... Hot shot the um, what's gonna call it? The uh, the breakup. Um, it, it just seems more realistic nowadays to see Bailey turn on Sasha. Oh, Bailey's definitely. It's it's well because they're gonna keep telling the story of Bailey just not having Sasha's back. Yes. To where if Sasha does turn on Bailey, it'll be justified because Bailey has just been super, uh, just been a bad friend. Um, but 
two reasons why. For one, I'm not sure who takes the loss if Sasha and Bailey retain. Like, I don't think you can do just the schmaz ending because they came together as a tag team. Like, do they keep chasing Sasha and Bailey afterward? I'm gonna say no. I, I'm picking Bailey get pinned. Bailey gets pinned. I'm. And when I said take the loss, I was thinking like who between Nia and Shayna takes the loss. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know what yeah. you're saying. Just to clarify for the for the listeners, like Nia is coming back. Shayna is still. I mean, she took the loss against Becky, but they seem to be you know reinvested in Shayna Baszler. Um, I ooh. I know what I just said as far as agreeing. There was a small caveat. Do you know what? Do Sasha and Bailey like win by like count out DQ and then Shayna and Nia chase? Or do we just go straight to a new excuse me, straight to new champs and you tell that story of the the the, the people who don't get along but are doing it for the greater good of being champions? Um I almost pulled up the handy dandy coin flip app. Let's do it, man. We'll do it. New champs. I'm going new champs. Champs. But I'm going Sasha gets pinned because Bailey leaves Sasha hanging high and dry somehow. Maybe not on purpose, but somehow Bailey doesn't show up for Sasha the way Sasha has been showing up for Bailey. And uh, we get new champs out of that. I fucks with it. Yeah, man. That story's coming along. Definitely coming along. I don't know where Nia and Shayna go after this, but uh, you know, a, a dominant, a dominant tag team, the way Nia dominates, the way Shayna is a, is a is a beast. I don't know, man. Maybe they beat up like Ruby, uh, what's her name? Ruby Riot and and um, um, Liv Liv Morgan. I don't know. Maybe they. I don't know. <coughs> Maybe they whoop the Iconics a couple times. I'm kind of tight. <coughs> Peyton Royce is, has been showing off, man. Yeah. She's been showing off, man. New talents, new talents. I'm not mad at the Iconics. They're so annoying that it's funny. Uh, Iconic! It's, it's, it's the same reason like that I don't like Bailey. Like, the, the same reason the Iconics are tight. Right. You know what I mean? Because they're good at being annoying. Yeah. I'm Fuck yeah. I'm not mad. I love that. Iconic! And then they hit that little pose. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um... Taking us to probably the main event of the evening, man. Triple threat match. No holds barred. I hate that they had to say it's no holds barred. It's a triple threat match. Nobody can get DQ. No, we already know it's fucking no holds barred. Right. Like, (laughs) shut up. So we got the... And this is... Listen, this is going to be violent. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus LeBron Strowman. Versus Roman Reigns. Woo! Holla Not much to say about this one. You said what? Not much to say about this one. Oh, no? I don't think so. All right. Talk to me. The big dog retains. Or, no, the, the big dog takes. Mm. He's going to pin Braun. He's going to pin Braun? Yep. Mmm. So we get a uh, Braun Strowman up out of there via Roman Reigns. Yep. And then and then we get the feud that was supposed to happen a year ago. Fiend and Reigns. Yep. Mm. I, and then, uh, I, I, I 
don't know. Like, I feel like it makes perfect sense. Like they're go- they're going to use Roman Reigns leaving last year as part of the fucking feud. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They got to. Got to. You know. Huh. I'm gonna go with the fiend. Pinning Braun again. Pinning Braun. We're getting Braun out of here, both of us. Braun was an accident anyway. If we gonna be, if we gonna take it there, Braun was an accident. Um, I got the fiend pinning Braun because. I I see ah I mean uh you that's a great pick, right? It's clearly not gonna be Braun. <laughs> no. Fuck no. There's something dominant though there's something dominant about Roman Reigns coming back and taking out the monster, who ain't a monster unless Roman's around, and taking out the freaking a mask who's been like crazy dominant except when Goldberg's around. There's something just really dominant about him standing tall above those two guys, right? However, I feel like Roman Reigns should take the title from The Fiend one-on-one. And then maybe Braun Strowman snaps, turns heel again or whatever, and then Roman Reigns beats him to defend the title. But maybe... Now, who else is on SmackDown? Is anybody cool on SmackDown as like a top-level main event guy? No. Nah. I mean, we ain't seen Daniel Bryan in a while. AJ Styles is tied up. Sheamus is tied up. Baron Corbin is tied up. And the, uh, the three just named aren't, aren't as high caliber as the people in this match. Right. So, and, and where I was going with it is maybe somebody else gets involved and, you know, peels Roman Reigns off to where he has a mini feud before he gets to The Fiend just to kind of draw it out. But if that Goldberg happens... coming back. Say what? Goldberg's not coming back. He said he's got like two matches per year. Well, he had his two matches, right? The one against the Fiend, one against Braun Strowman. But I mean, even if you peel Roman Reigns off to do something else, what does the Fiend do? I mean, he can't beat Braun Strowman again. Um, maybe Matt Riddle beats Baron Corbin. We get the Fiend versus Matt Riddle. They would hot shot Matt <laughs> Matt Riddle in this uh, into a high profile match. Um, maybe Daniel Bryan comes back and Roman Reigns, you know, puts him through something. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we don't go straight to the Roman Reigns title victory at payback. But then it's a great it's a great pay-per-view for it, getting payback. Um Yeah, man, I don't know. I just feel like we hold off a little bit on the Roman Reigns victory and uh we get the fiend, Penn and Braun Strowman to take him fully out of title contention. Uh then Roman Reigns and the Fiend lock Ooh, you know what's coming next or soon. Talk to me. Hell in a cell. Oh, fuck me. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Ah, listen, man. I wouldn't even mind if Braun was involved. A triple threat match in the cell between these three? Somebody's got to go through the cell this time from the top. Bruh. Bruh. Violence. Oh. Violence. So. I thought it was October, though. Hell, dude, they be just throwing out cell matches. I don't know. They may do it in September. Well, well no, I, no, I just seen the day they they pushed back uh, Clash of Champions a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in September then. Yeah, got you, got you, got you. Um, so I listen. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm interested though. I'm gonna go with the Fiend for now. Um, I'm not fully fully convinced, but 
this one's gonna be cool. I'm not mad. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. I'm not mad at all. I just realized I'm gonna be out of town and I'm not sure I'll be able to even watch this show until like Wednesday. Hell. <laughs> that long, eh? Yeah, man, I'm gonna be out of town wilding, or at least like fake wilding. Maybe I could watch it on my phone while I'm when I'm driving or something. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Put over the speakers or something. I don't know. Man, man I got I got to pull up at one of these weddings one day. <laughs> Dude, we might have to negotiate something, man, because I'd be pulling shadows like, hey, he's my assistant today. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> you'll have to wear a suit. You'll have to wear a suit. I can't uh, I can't have you out here vested up. I love you, and I, <laughs> and I accept you. I accept you for who you are. However, <laughs> we got to have you suited up. Um... But yeah, man. So that is payback. However, we've got one more match I want to talk about. We mentioned a little bit ago. This will happen next week on NXT. A four-way, 60-minute Iron Man match for the newly vacated NXT championship. We've got Finn Balor versus Adam Cole versus the newly returned Tommaso Ciampa. Versus Johnny Gargano. Before you jump in, I just wanted to make note because we mentioned where does Velveteen Dream go? Conspicuous by his absence in this match is the Velveteen Dream. You might be on the road to something there that he might be in uh, a little hot water still. He's gonna get involved with somebody that doesn't win. Like he's gonna get involved with the match, but like, you think he cost somebody the match? I think he cost somebody the match. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Who does he? Uh, who does he cost the match? Champa. Mmm. Okay. Why? Why you say Champa? No real reason, honestly. He just. You know I, what? I can I, I can vel I can velveteen dream it up. Uh, you see what I did? Um. I can say, you know what, hey, I'm the Velveteen Dream. I just came back from a hiatus, but why am I not in the match? You've been gone for however long you've been gone. Why are you in the match? Why are you in the match? Why are you taking the spotlight away from me, the Velveteen Dream? Um, And it would be a a cool little role reversal. The last time they met was at War Games, um, not last year, but the year before. Um, And Ciampa beat Velveteen Dream. Saying. So... There's that aspect. So you think uh, Dream gets involved, cost Tommaso Ciampa, and who wins the NXT Championship? Finn fucking Bauer. Mm, okay. I'm not mad at that. Why Finn over the others? Johnny just had the, the close call mm-hmm. with the neck. And who is the other one? Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Adam Cole just came off a stellar win against a guy that was very, very basic. <laughs> and, and, and like, I don't want to take anything away from Pat McAfee because he he does a fucking awesome job. Mm. But um, I mean, hell, Finn Bal- Finn Balor should should get it. Like he he came back what a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. Ten XC. Was only yeah, it was a year. It ago. It was October. Okay, it so was almost the, uh, a year ago. Yeah, first episode of NXT on USA. Okay, yeah, 
perfect. He, he's been fighting. He's been climbing. He's been trying. He's been doing know? his thing. He's and he's been stellar at it. He's been stellar yeah, at it. Exactly. Do, do you feel like? Um, do you feel like they don't know what to do with Finn? A little bit. Yeah. Because I do feel like he's been spotty in his appearances a little bit. But I mean, I mean, honestly, like I figured Thatcher would kind of want to get more at Finn after he beat him this takeover this past weekend. Mm -hmm. But that's obviously not going on. Looks like Thatcher's going another direction, right? Yeah. Yeah. Finn, um, and you know, when this whole this whole quarantine started, the pandemic started. He was going to be facing Walter. So I feel like they, they had to audible, of course, because Walter's stuck overseas. Um, I feel like that has something to do with the booking, of course. But Finn, I mean, he's got the ability. I mean, he's he's he put NXT where it is, right? He put it on the map. It was his era of NXT that brought NXT to where it is. So him being that legacy act... But a being a refreshed legacy act, it's almost like you can put him anywhere and it's gonna work and make sense. If that I'm makes with sense, it. you know. No, no, no. It makes hundred percent sense. Um, and I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I honestly feel like he would be a perfect champion. Like, yeah. I mean, he's coming. Like, he's he's got the backstory for it. True, 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 true. You know. Um. Now you notice too. In NXT, the reason why I didn't I didn't pick Johnny Gargano or Velveteen Dream in the latter match is because I didn't see a two-time North American champion. However, whoever wins this match will be a two-time NXT champion. So I I had to throw that logic out the window. It couldn't apply. Um I'm getting Adam Cole out of there first. Immediately. Adam Cole just lost the championship. So he's figured for other things. I don't see him getting the championship back that fast because, I mean, listen, he can go in the fuse with all of these guys. Maybe eventually you do turn him babyface and he faces a, a heel Johnny Gargano. We never really got a Finn Balor, Adam Cole feud, right? We never, well, we did see Cole and Ciampa, but either way, I think Cole as champion, you got to have him do something else. Oh yeah, um, which is why he was in that specialty match with Pat McAfee. We needed a story to take him away from the championship, but still keep him in a high-profile match. So I'm taking Adam Cole out immediately. Um, Tommaso Ciampa. I like your Velveteen Dream Tommaso Ciampa idea. I also like Tommaso Ciampa versus. Finn Balor. Who's to say it couldn't happen that for Finn won? I yeah, true, true, very true. Um, here's what I'm gonna do though, because you remember how earlier I mentioned I see a certain vision for the NXT Women's Championship. I see Io Shirai getting past Rhea Ripley oh, that sucks. and losing the championship 
to Candice LeRae. And I can see a slimy, heel, resourceful, two-time NXT champion, Johnny Gargano. I wouldn't mind that at all. And you see Gargano and LeRae as the presiding couple over NXT. Babyface Johnny Gargano had one title defense, and he lost to Adam Cole. Heel Johnny Gargano is smarter, meaner, and he does he he's the Wednesday night, which is a fire ass nickname. Wednesday night. The Wednesday K. night with a K. And he's not gonna do things the way he did before. Johnny Gargano never really got a run. As champion, he got the Johnny Gargano babyface run because that's who his character was—the happy-go-lucky guy who, like, the story was more in him chasing it versus him keeping it. But now I think the story is in him keeping it, and then, you know, like I said, with Candice LeRae being that that presiding couple over NXT. I'm fucking with that. God damn it. I'm. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm going with Johnny Gargano. Now, I don't know who he I don't know who he faces first. I mean, we just maybe maybe he gives maybe he gives Cole a, a title shot. Um maybe he gets revenge over Finn Balor. I don't think we see Tommaso Ciampa Johnny Gargano again. Um but yeah, somehow maybe they build up another name. Um who are we missing? Now, nah, Bronson Reed ain't ready. Cameron Grimes ain't ready. Damian Priest is champion. I don't know. I don't know who he defends against, but whoever he defends against is probably who Karrion Cross was going to defend against. Yeah. So I, I see Johnny Gargano taking it. Um, I'm intrigued, man. This match is going to be fire, fire. We've got a couple. Yeah, we've got some shows. Bruh. Bruh. Fire. Bruh. Fire, fire. So... I like that Cole Champa. I like that. I like that. That's or not Cole Champa. Uh, Velveteen Dream and Tommaso Champa. I like that potential. Um, but yeah, man, it's gonna be an interesting week. We we only disagreed on uh we disagreed on two of the five matches. We disagreed on the NXT Champion, and uh, we disagreed on the Universal Championship match. Both of those two matches are the two I'm looking forward to the most. Um, as far as what's been advertised, but yeah, man. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Um, AEW has been preempted with the with the NBA playoffs. Kind of hard for the NBA to, um, or sorry for TNT to kind of make a new, you know, to just air the AEW. There was no AEW right because it was on. It's it was planned for Thursday always, right? Yes. So they they that'll be on Thursday. Um, we're recording on this Wednesday. I hate to let y'all know that, but we're recording on a Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, Why are you telling them our secrets? <laughs> I think we've mentioned it before, but you know, transparency. Transparency. Yeah, told them. I did. I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get. And you know what's so crazy? I forgot that AW Dynamite was on this past Saturday opposite NXT TakeOver. I did too. And we have a new TNT champion. We do. 
Brody Lee got Cody out of there in like four minutes. Oh, see, I haven't seen it yet. I got it recorded, but I forgot to watch it. Got him out of there, which, like, we talked about a little bit, you know, how do they do this? Brody Lee couldn't lose another championship match, but Cody's been on such a run. It made sense, man. Cody was getting arrogant. He's been running hard every week. I really wish I didn't pick Cody in my fantasy league. He was my first round pick. Um, so that. Why'd you listen to me? Well, I was either gonna pick Cody or Kenny. <laughs> I should have picked. I was even talking about bro. I was even talking to my bro up there in Griffith when I was up there that weekend. Like, like the day before you texted me, I was, yeah. I was talking to him when I got up there. He was like, you know, I told him I was like, my buddy, yeah, my bro texted me. He was like, uh, he's in a fucking uh, wrestling. Like fantasy league, is it was either uh, Cody or Kenny, and, and I, I told him Cody, and he said, oh, I would put Cody too. <laughs> so I mean, bro, I yeah, bro, I dead ass was like, yeah, man, he's on every week, and maybe he fights and tries to find a way back to the TNT Championship, but maybe not. Maybe Brody Lee holds on to that championship and busts ass for a while, so. And plus, this will give Brody a great chance to show, like, really what he can do. Brody Lee can go, as we both know. That boy can go. Tell Junior I said what up. Oh, uh, he heard you, Junior. Yeah. Jun- <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, Brody Lee can go. So, it'll be interesting to see what he does. The Dark Order is definitely coming into much stronger, stronger, uh, well, I wouldn't say coming into fruition, but, you know, much stronger position um, from, from where they started a year ago. So it'll be interesting to see what Brody Lee does. I'm gonna have to figure out how to, you know, take my season back as I picked Cody first and he got massacred. I should have picked Kenny. I should have picked Kenny, but Kenny. hey, Kenny, it is what it is. Who else did I get? I got Montez Ford, which was a great pick. I got yo a sleeper pick. Guess who I got? So I had the second to last pick, right? Guess who was still available? There's 13 people, four picks each. Pick 51 of 52. Guess who I got? Montez Ford. Actually, no. I got him second. I got him, yeah, second. So I picked Montez Ford and I picked Cesaro because it's a snake draft. Guess who I got? Guess who was still available? I couldn't believe it. Roman Reigns. That would have been a good one. Matt Jackson. Oh, he was still available. I said, oh, y'all let the Bucks be available? Let me get a buck. What idiots. Bruh, stupid idiots, bro. <laughs> this is the first year we've included AEW because now that they've got a weekly show. Um, I know we've mentioned on the show before we should do our own draft. I didn't forget. It's just, you know, stuff stuff happens. Stuff happens. Stuff happens, man. So we'll get to it. We'll, I, I would still love to do that, by the way. Um, put up a little Same bread. Rock. Put up a little bit of bread to make it interesting. I would love to do that. So, I'll do some tallying. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes, man. Eventually, but anything else, man? As far as uh, the world of wrestling, man. Pay uh, payback, takeover, NXT next week. Anything on your on your heart or anything on your heart? Period. We have went uh, way longer than I thought this show would go, but it's flowed smoothly, man. We're a little over two and a half hours. I'm looking forward to uh, the next the next couple shows. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, payback. I'm looking forward to. True. Uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm actually surprised the show went as smoothly as it did. Yeah, man. 
Because I, I was kind of uh, I was kind of absent-minded last <laughs> episode. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, it was a rebound show. You had to come back strong. So yeah, no, I, I think we came back strong on this one. I do too. I do too, man. This was a good one. This was a real good one. Um, and of course, we'll be back next week with a recap of Payback, as well as uh, you know updated numbers. We're gonna see who is the new NXT champion. We're in a good space, man. We're in a good space. Uh, we're gonna test your theory, man. We'll see. We'll see if Fall 2020 brings forth some uh, some great action and some better storylines. So, uh, Big Ren, man, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got it, dog. You motherfuckers. Yes. Find me on Twitter and Instagram. Remind them who they are. You motherfuckers. Yes. Y'all are my motherfuckers. I'm yes. your motherfucker there too, yes. though. So hey, love. But Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Then also, you motherfuckers can find me on Snapchat. It moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out. I love you, you motherfuckers. Yes, man. No doubt. Check me out on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, witticisms, and stuff on there. But most importantly, you're checking us out via a myriad of options. You like how I use that myriad of options? Uh, all right, right in my ear. Um, there is Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Great content, heartwarming content, content that'll help you learn how to swim. Content. Is there really heartwarming content? My heart is mad warm. Is your heart not warm? My heart's always warm. <laughs> is it warmer after we do these? Are you kidding me? <laughs> then yeah, heartwarming content. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Give these bongs back. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> As always, like I said, we'll see you next week. Be safe in the meantime. Tell somebody you love. Until next time, I am your guy Juve. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. Together, we are the Motor City Machine Guns. And we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.